You're listening to the Acadiana's Morning News Podcast, brought to you by LABI and always on kpal965.com. Fox News, I'm Salji in Grasso. Russian President Vladimir Putin frames Moscow's military action in Ukraine as a forced response to Western policies. Speaking at a military parade today marking the World War II victory over the Nazis, Putin drew parallels between the Red Army's fighting against Nazi troops and the Russian forces' action in Ukraine. He calls the campaign in Ukraine a timely and necessary move to ward off a potential aggression. Putin added that the Russian troops were fighting for the country's security in Ukraine and observed a of silence to honor the troops who died in the fighting. In eastern Ukraine, dozens of people are feared dead after a Russian bomb destroyed a school sheltering about 90 people. It was hit by a Russian bomb. At least 60 people sheltered inside were killed. This includes a number of children. That's Fox's Ashley Strohmeyer. Stocks fell in Asia. U.S. futures trading lower. America's listening to Fox News. Fox News Rundown. Now a look at sports. Sunday was overflowing with basketball and hockey playoff action. In the NBA, the Sixers, led by James Harden's 31 points, even their series with the Heat 2-2 with a 116-108 win. And the Mavs got even with the Suns 111-101. Dorian Finney-Smith with a playoff career high 24 on eight threes. In the NHL, the Bruins topped the Canes 5-2. The Blues beat the Wild by the same score. And the Lightning route the Leafs 7-3. All those series tied 2-2. In NASCAR, Joey Logano goes pulled the checkered flag for his first win of 2022 on the Cup circuit. And in F1 racing, Max Verstappen stop and wins the first ever Miami Grand Prix and Max Homa wins the PGA's Wells Fargo Championship. That's your sports on the Fox News Rundown. Tim McMaster, Fox News. update from Outkick 360. With the NFL draft in our rearview mirror, most of the discussion centers around who was drafted and if they will make an impact. But I want to discuss who was not drafted. A single player from the University of Texas or the University of Miami. That's right. Two of the most talent and historically rich programs in America combined to go over in the 2022 draft. This illustrates the work ahead for Longhorns coach Steve Sarkeesian and Canes coach Mario Cristobal. As Sark enters year two and Cristobal enters year one, they both had the advantage of coaching in two of the most talent-rich locations in the country. And in an NIL world, they also have two of the top five wealthiest collectives in the country. Make no mistake about it. Texas football and Miami football can sell themselves over most programs in America, but the almighty dollar is undefeated. And it's going to take lots and lots of those dollars to get these two programs back to the top. I'm Chad Withrow with Outkick.com and Outkick 360 on the Fox News Rundown. Branding expert Jackie Russo joining us. Jackie, a big question. Changes to social media, whether it's Facebook, Instagram, it happens all the time. How do we weather that as a business? Well, the thing is, it's going to keep happening. These apps have to constantly adapt and grow and change. The government comes in and puts pressure on them that cause them to make changes. They want the algorithm to continue to provide new and timely updates. And they know if they're not growing, just like all of our businesses, they're becoming stagnant. So what you have to do as a business is focus on what you can control. You can't control the changes in the interface. You can't control the changes in the the platform itself. So what you can do is know your audience, continue to put out good content, having a regular schedule, making sure you're paying attention to the metrics. What are people responding to? Where do you get the most engagement? 
and doing more of the things that work. When you do that, social media will continue to work for you even as it changes. Branding expert Jackie Russo, thank you. It's time for your Fox News commentary. Guy Benson. What's on your mind? With abortion jurisprudence in the news this week, a brand new poll sheds light on Americans' complex and sometimes contradictory views. The latest survey nationwide from Fox News finds a substantial majority of Americans oppose overturning Roe versus Wade. However, the same poll finds majority support for significant abortion restrictions recently implemented in states like Mississippi, Florida, and Texas. A slim majority is in favor of Texas's six-week ban, and a double-digit majority favors a 15-week ban, which is very much in the mainstream, both in America and in the Western world. Those restrictions are not constitutionally permissible under the existing Roe and Casey precedents. Many Americans falsely believe that Roe versus Wade being overturned means that all abortions become illegal in the United States. That's not true. What is true is that states will have the opportunity to craft their own abortion laws, including putting in some common sense restrictions like the ones that are widely supported by the American people. I'm Guy Benson. You've been listening to the Fox News Rundown. Rundown. To hear the podcast version of this program, go to foxnewspodcasts.com. And for all the latest news, go to foxnews.com. This is a special alert to all Americans who own a vehicle with less than 200,000 miles with an auto warranty about to expire or with no warranty coverage at all. Due to a decline in the economy, CarShield is announcing a low-cost month-to-month vehicle protection plan that is now available to the public to save any driver out-of-pocket expenses on future auto repairs. Call now to find out how you can pay almost nothing for covered auto repairs. Yes, you heard that correctly. Pay almost nothing for covered auto repairs. An open phone line has been established for all drivers to call for a free quick quote. Call 800-251-8381 now. Drivers who are covered will not have to pay for covered repairs again. This protection plan is at an all-time low. Additionally, drivers who activate this vehicle protection today will also receive free roadside assistance, free towing, and car rental options at no additional cost. Call us for your free quick quote today. 800-251-8381. That's 800-251-8381. What do you have to lose? Call 800-251-8381. That's 800-251-8381. I'm I'm Ian Ozan. Join Bernadette Lee and me every morning for Acadiana's Morning News from 6 to 9 on News Talk 96.5 KPEL. We start your day off with the latest headlines, the important newsmakers from Acadiana, and a few laughs along the way. Every Wednesday, your voice is heard during Ringing It Wednesday, and every Thursday, Mayor President Josh Guillory joins us for Lafayette Live. So tune in every Monday through Friday from 6 to 9 for Acadiana's Morning News right here on News Talk 96.5 KPEL and the KPEL mobile app. The West Baton Rouge Convention and Visitors Bureau is proud to present Kite Fest April 30th and May 1st. This festival of the year is family-friendly and free with kites, inflatables, food booths, fireworks, and more. Learn more at westbatonrouge.net. KPL covers Acadiana with Lowry's printing and copying. The Wing Wars of Acadiana Festival benefiting the Gift and Grace Project will be held on May 14th, 2022 at Park International. Wristbands are limited, so be sure to get yours today at wingwarsofacadiana.com. You can also find them on Facebook and Instagram at Wing Wars of Acadiana. St. Pius X's annual sporting clay shoot is happening on Saturday, May 14th, 2022 at the Wilderness Gun Club located at 7 Turlings Drive. Registration starts at 8 a.m. and the event will start at 9 a.m. If you or your organization has an event that you would like to get on the KPL community calendar, email it to news at kpel965.com. That's news at kpel965.com. News Talk 96.5 KPEL, Brobridge, Lafayette, a town square media station.
Broadcasting from the Matthew James Financial Studio. Another fight against Nazis. I'm Chris Foster. Fox News. Russian President Vladimir Putin in a speech celebrating victory in World War II compares that fight to the invasion of Ukraine now. Ukraine's President Vladimir Zelensky has mocked Putin's claim that he's a Nazi. He's Jewish and lost family in the Holocaust. His wife met yesterday in Ukraine with First Lady Jill Biden. Her main takeaway after meeting with Ukrainian families forced from their homes. How much I saw the need to support the people of Ukraine and that they were, you know, the horrors and the brutality that, that the people I had met had experienced. And she's about to leave Slovakia for the trip back to Washington. Some Russian TV channels and on-screen listing systems have been hacked with the message, on your hands is the blood of thousands of Ukrainians and their hundreds of murdered children. TV and the authorities are lying. No to war. President Biden's announcing today a deal for 20 Internet companies to give discounts to 48 million low-income households. With federal subsidies approved in last year's infrastructure bill, their Internet service will end up being free. The state attorney general of Michigan says she will defy her state's trigger law if the U.S. Supreme Court overturns Roe v. Wade. Dana Nessel, a Democrat, said on NBC's Meet the Press that Michigan's GOP-controlled legislature plans to re-invoke a 1930s law that punishes anyone that initiates an abortion procedure. Not just um, throwing providers and anybody who works with a provider under aiding and abetting theories in prison, but also women themselves who procured abortion through abortion medication. Nestle adds the law doesn't account for rape, incest, or medical emergencies, and enforcing it would put more than 2 million women of childbearing age in Michigan at risk. Gernal Scott. Fox News. Some people in South Carolina were shaken awake by a pretty rare earthquake overnight. Magnitude 3.3 centered near the town of Elgin. Happened just after 1.30 a.m. Last in just a few seconds. No reports of injuries or damage. America's listening to Fox News. I tend to second-guess dinners with friends because they're often interrupted by diarrhea, gas, bloating, stomach pain, or oily stools. It turns out I have EPI, or exocrine pancreatic insufficiency, which means I'm missing the enzymes needed to digest food. My doctor prescribed Creon Pancrelipase, an oral prescription medication that replaces pancreatic digestive enzymes. Creon treats EPI due to cystic fibrosis, chronic pancreatitis, pancreatectomy, or other conditions. Creon may increase your chance of fibrosing colonopathy, a rare bowel disorder. Tell your doctor if you have a history of intestinal blockage or scarring or thickening of your bowel wall. If you're allergic to pork or if you have gout, kidney problems, or worsening of painful swollen joints, call your doctor if you have any unusual or severe gastrointestinal symptoms or allergic reactions. Take Creon as directed by your doctor and always with food. Do not chew capsules as this may cause mouth irritation. Other side effects may include blood sugar changes, gas, dizziness, sore throat, and cough. These are not all the side effects of Creon. Creon is the number one prescribed EPI treatment. Ask your doctor about Creon for EPI and visit Creon.com or call 800-633-9110 to learn more. That's C-R-E-O-N.com. Troops are deployed in Sri Lanka's capital, Colombo, after government supporters attacked protesters outside the president's office. A former attorney for an escaped murder suspect in Alabama says he thinks Casey Cole White might try to commit suicide in a police shootout. He says White's mentally ill and wanted officers to shoot him after a crime spree in 2015. Also wanted the corrections officer who took White out of jail. Vicki White allegedly used her power as a corrections officer to walk Casey White right out of the county prison for a court appointment. Officials say did not exist. One of the big questions now is why would a 17 year veteran corrections officer allegedly do all of this as she was set to retire? Well, love may be the answer. Officials say Casey and Vicki White, who are not related, were in 
engaged in some type of jailhouse romance. The sheriff told me that he feels a personal responsibility that this happened on his watch, but he told me that there are multiple law enforcement agencies working around the clock to bring Casey and Vicki White to justice. Fox's Charles Watson. The new Marvel movie, of course, opens in first place at the box office. Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness kicking off the summer movie season with a blistering start. Wanda, what do you know about the multiverse? He's had his theories. He believed it was dangerous. He was right. The film starring Benedict Cumberbatch earning an estimated $185 million in ticket sales. Last weekend's top grossing film, The Bad Guys, falling to second place with an estimated $9.8 million in ticket sales. And Sonic the Hedgehog 2 selling $6.2 million in tickets to finish third. Fox's Laura Cantor. Boston, Los Angeles, St. Louis, and Tampa Bay all tied their first round of Stanley Cup hockey playoff series at two games apiece, beating Carolina, Edmonton, Minnesota, and Toronto. I'm Chris Foster, Fox News. Your 24-7 news source, on air, online, and with the Cape Hill News app. Now the headlines from the Cape Hill News Center. It is 6.05 in the morning, 73 degrees, foggy and misty outside right now. Daniel Phillips says it's going to get hot, hot, hot today. Partly cloudy and a high of 91. Heat indices will be a few degrees warmer than that. A full look at the forecast coming up in just a little bit. For News Talk 96.5 KPEL, I'm Ian Ozan. We start in downtown Lafayette where for the second week in a row, police are investigating a weekend shooting. It happened... Around 1.15 Sunday morning on East Congress at Polk, police say two people were wounded and taken to the hospital. So far, no arrests. Call Crime Stoppers at 232-TIPS if you have information. Lafayette police are also investigating a body found in a ditch. Dispatch received the call from Timothy Drive around 10.15 Saturday morning. According to investigators, someone discovered Vin Lee's body face down and semi-submerged in that ditch. Medical examiners are conducting an autopsy. The case is classified as a suspicious death. A Lafayette police officer involved in an April crash on the Basin Bridge will face DWI charges. Todd Alcorn was booked into the Iberville Parish Jail on Friday. He's also facing vehicular negligent injuring, reckless operation, and open container charges. Alcorn was not on duty and was in his personal vehicle when the crash happened. In St. Landry Parish, two more suspects in a deadly homicide, or a double homicide rather, are now in custody. Deviantre Bro is accused of shooting and killing Alton Thomas and four-year-old Raquetlin Cola. He and another man, Felton Martin, are facing first-degree murder charges in their deaths. Holly Roberts was also arrested Friday. She's facing an accessory charge. She's accused of calling Martin and Bro to the scene, uh, scene of the crime after she had an argument with someone else there. A new audit out this morning highlights continuing problems in St. Martinville City Hall. The audit found the same 14 accounting problems as it did last year, many of which are violations of state law. Here's a look at just a few. The city improperly used bond recreation money to handle general operating expenses. The city failed to keep the required minimum amount of cash in its reserve fund to comply with its bond obligations. The city has no timesheet policy to document hours worked or vacation time taken. The city has no controls over utility fees, resulting in delinquent customers not being charged late fees or not having their services shut off. The city's traffic ticket log was not properly maintained, and... St. Martinville has no system to track collection of ticket fines. And finally, fees from the uh, traffic ticket fines that were collected were not remitted to the proper agencies as required by law. We'll have a full story, including the full audit at kpel965.com in just a little bit.
In state news, the funeral for East Baton Rouge Sheriff's Deputy Nick Toulier will take place tomorrow. Toulier died last week, six years after he was wounded in an ambush shooting near Baton Rouge Police Headquarters. Law enforcement agencies from across the state will take part in the procession. In the legislature, two bills of note go before the House Civil Law Committee today. One would place term limits on parish assessors. The other would limit the right to vote in local and state elections to United to Louisiana. Or excuse me, let's try that again, Bernie. It would help if I read the script no as problem. it is. The other would limit the right to vote in local and state elections to United States citizens. Right now, the state constitution guarantees that right to quote every citizen of the state upon reaching 18 years of age. End quote. Staying at the Capitol, state lawmakers are considering a bill that would indeed classify abortion as murder. Jeff Palermo has the details. Louisiana Right to Life Executive Director Ben Clapper says there's two main reasons for their opposition to House Bill 813. Reason number one. We believe Louisiana law is ready right now to protect every baby from abortion when Roe v. Wade is overturned this summer. And reason number two is that there is a long-standing policy for them that abortion vulnerable women should not be treated as criminals. He says they support a separate bill that goes after those who sell or provide chemical abortion drugs. Those are the individuals that need to be held accountable. I'm Jeff Palermo. Meanwhile, the Louisiana Department of Health says fewer pregnant women need cesarean sections to deliver their children. Kevin Gallagher has that story. The LDH Safe Birth Initiative data shows the number of C-sections performed in 2021 in Louisiana was down nearly 5% from the previous year. Medical Director Dr. Veronica Gillespie-Bell says more doctors are heeding new recommendations for when active labor starts. Because that has changed over the last couple of years. The standard for that was 4 centimeters, but doctors rethought that and moved it up to 6 centimeters. Then you need to give them more time. Time, she says, that leads to more natural births and less risky procedures for women. I'm Kevin Gallagher. Former state legislator Don Cravens Jr. is joining the Biden administration. Cravens will work in the Commerce Department as the Undersecretary for Minority Business Development. Cravens served five years in the state legislature, first as a representative for St. Landry Parish and later as a senator for Lafayette and St. Landry Parishes. Most recently, Cravens served as the Executive Vice President and Chief Operating Officer of the National Urban League. On the health beat, Oxner Baton Rouge is on the cutting edge. It's the first hospital in the region to use what could be a breakthrough in pacemaker technology. David Grubb explains. Roughly 30% of cardiac patients who receive pacemakers don't respond to them well. And now doctors may have another tool at their disposal to help get an erratic heartbeat back in rhythm. Last week, Dr. Freddy Abisamra of Oxner Baton Rouge completed the region's first heart pacemaker procedure utilizing wise CRT. can actually make uh, these people respond better when we use this technology. Unlike traditional pacemakers, wise CRT uses a wireless electrode roughly the size of a grain of rice. Trabi Samra thinks this could be a game changer in preventing more invasive procedures. Get people not to progress towards the need for transplant. I'm David Grubb. In sports, the Louisiana Ragin Cajun softball team sweeps ULM to win the Sunbelt Conference regular season championship. The Cajuns won Friday's game 14-1 before posting two straight 10-3 victories during Saturday's doubleheader. The Cajuns will take a nine-game winning streak into the Sunbelt Conference tournament. They'll play the winner of tomorrow's ULM Coastal Carolina game. The Cajuns game scheduled for Wednesday morning at 10 o'clock. The Louisiana Ragin' Cajuns baseball team sweeps UTA in their weekend Sunbelt series. Final scores, 4-3 on Friday, 4-3 on Sunday, and 6-5 in extra innings on, or excuse me, 4-3 on Saturday, and 6-5 in extra innings on Sunday. The Cajuns are three games out of first place in the conference standings with six games left to go on the schedule. Next up for Louisiana, a non-conference game tomorrow against Rice. So again, for those of you keeping score at home, non-conference game against Rice tomorrow, then a conference series this coming weekend, and then the season closing series against Texas State. 
Uh, and again, depending on what happens in those final two conference series, the Cajuns could very well find themselves with the regular season championship. Still a lot in play right now for the Louisiana Raging Cajuns baseball team. Lottery jackpots continue to grow. Nobody won the Mega Millions jackpot Friday. $86 million in new jackpot for tomorrow. Nobody won the Powerball jackpot on Saturday. So tonight's jackpot at $59 million. But, Bernie, yes. we had a bunch of big wins in Louisiana. The Mega Millions drawing had two $10,000 winners nice. in Louisiana. In fact, both of them in the Baton Rouge Metro. One of the tickets sold in Baton Rouge proper. The other one sold in Port Allen. For the Powerball drawing, a $100,000 winner in Baton Rouge. So if you were anywhere near Baton Rouge this weekend, uh, maybe you stopped at the Lobdell exit, maybe you were somewhere uh, along Highway 190, check your tickets because if you're in Port Allen or Baton Rouge, your ticket may have won one of those big money uh, prizes. Lotto jackpot for Wednesday, $1,425,000. Easy five rises to $80,000. By the way, lotto uh, tickets, check those. Ten people hit five of the six. They each win $999. Huh, nice. So there you go. Uh, CJ and Ellen would be happy with that prize number. <laughs> and finally, what happens uh, to a flock of seagulls, Bernie? Uh, they run so far away? Right. They run so far away. But unfortunately <laughs> for a seagull, uh, this particular seagull, uh, he tried to run so far away. And try In fact, he tried to fly so far away, but he got caught in the utility wire. Oh, we go to Britain for this one, Sutherland, England to be exact. A seagull was left dangling from a utility wire because of fishing line attached to its foot. Ow. So what happened? So it was rescued by firefighters. They slid the bird along the cable like it was a zip line. <laughs> okay. So the firefighters responded. They snagged the cable. They pulled the seagull down. And then the veterinarians removed the fishing hook. And the gull Ooh. will soon be returned to Yay. the wild, which That's is a sweet uh, story. It certainly is, and it also gave us a chance to work in a flock of seagulls. Yes, yes. Which for a Monday Monday, yeah. Well, exactly for a Monday morning. Yeah. Uh, it can't hurt to make any flock of seagulls references. <laughs> Who knows? We we may have uh, more of those come later today. But did you ever do the flock of seagulls uh, hairdo? Uh, no, have to say I did not. No. Mm -mm. No, but, you know, there is this weekend, so, you know, maybe I might do it and take some pictures just because you brought it up. Oh, there you go. Well, the seagull tried to run so far away, it gets rescued. I guess that makes it a space-age love song. <laughs> love it. Love it. You're adorable. Yes, it is. Your news update brought to you by Home Furniture Plus Bedding. Over 40,000 furniture and mattress choices in stock and ready for delivery. Home Furniture Plus Bedding. Welcome home. We've got ourselves a pretty warm forecast here, at least for early May. Temperatures running above average over the next several days. We're going to be in the 90s as we go through most of this week. Temperatures today get to about 91 degrees in the afternoon. Those winds from the south at about 5 to 10 miles an hour. And a few clouds out there this morning, but eventually giving way to more and more sunshine as we get further into the afternoon. Overnight lows tonight get down into the lower 70s. And as we look ahead through the rest of the week, temperatures probably going to be staying in those low 90s day in and day out. I think we see that up through a solid portion of the week. Overnight lows going to be down in the low 70s and mostly sunny skies. A few scattered showers return to the forecast maybe the end of the week and the start of the weekend. However, for the most part, next 10 days looking fairly dry across Acadiana. From the Storm Team 3 Weather Lab, I'm KTC Meteorologist Daniel Phillips on News Talk 96.5 KPL.
73 degrees here now at the KPL Studios. If you're all grouchy this morning, don't be a Mr. or Mrs. Grouchy Pants. You know what you need? A sleep number bed. And you need to get in for the savings because they're huge. But today is the last day. Now, if you want to know what makes the sleep number bed so different, technology. Uh, the comfort is incredible. You know, we always have energy. I'm waking up every morning. I come here. I'm ready to go. I'm sleeping on a sleep number bed. The technology in the bed helps me to decide, like, do I adjust my sleep number setting? It's usually on 60. But if I've had a, a night the night before where there was a lot of tossing and turning, yep, I'm going to know I need to change my sleep number setting. See, every morning you get a sleep IQ score, meaning, okay, if it's 85, you've slept pretty well. If it's in the 60s, meh, you need to check out something else. So it'll measure your heartbeat. You get a consistent bedtime. You're going to get a better night's sleep, and it's proven. It's proven quality sleep. You actually fall asleep faster and get a deeper, more restful sleep. Proven quality sleep. That's sleep number. That's what makes them so different from everybody else. A great day starts with a great night's sleep the night before. Today's your day. You got to go to the Sleep Number store. Save $500 on the Sleep Number 360 C4 Smart Bed. The Queen's now only $1,299. It is the lowest price they've ever done. You can also get special financing if you want. All of it ends today. Go to the Sleep Number store, right? Or you can check it out at sleepnumber.com. Now, of course, the special financing subject to credit approval, minimum monthly payments required. You can find it all out at sleepnumber.com, but I say just go to the store. It's right at the corner of Settlers Trace and Ambassador Caffrey in the same shopping center as Whole Foods. It's a it's a game changer, a life changer. News Talk 96.5. KPL. Right now, traffic. Over in Scott, we've got a little fender bender, Apollo Road at Old Spanish Trail. That's Apollo Road at Old Spanish Trail over in Scott. Other than that, things are looking good out there. No crashes, no breakdowns. Make sure you buckle up, please. Coming up now on 6.20 in the morning, Monday morning has rolled around. Ian. Hey. Are you, you sound awake? Uh, I'm barely awake. Reading the St. Martinville audit will, uh, (laughs) does its best to put you back to sleep. But Mm. yeah, I'm, uh, I'm awake. Okay. So you spotlighted a few things in your story during the news this morning. Uh, are you currently working on a story for the KPL app at this point? Yes, I'm working okay. on the extended story right now, and mm-hmm. some of the language that's used in here mm-hmm. is is pretty strong mm. because there are a couple of areas here where the city may have, well, not may have, they did run afoul of state law. Ooh. Question is, with the new mayor coming in and also new uh, members of the council coming in, will we see this change? I, I joked with you off the air that I wish I could have titled this same bleep different day right. because this, these are the same findings yeah, that, from last year. Nothing good. has changed from last year's audit in terms of of the findings. So with a new mayor coming in and Jason Willis, I wonder if we will see any of these items be rectified next year. And it also gives a a stark picture Mm -hmm. to what the new administration will be facing when it takes office in about a month from now. That 
they're looking at correcting a number of issues and mm-hmm. things that we take for granted working in um, in the corporate world, working in the private sector. Mm-hmm. We have to fill out a timesheet every week. Uh, when we do talent, we have to fill out a separate sheet for that. When we take vacation, we have to put it in the system and it's approved by someone. Things that we take for granted are things that St. Martinville hasn't been doing. One of the findings this year and last year was that there were no timesheets. Mm-hmm. Nobody documented when they work. Nobody knew when anybody worked. People were getting paid, and they may not have been working their full shifts or their full uh, weeks. Uh, There was no documentation for vacation time or other benefits accrued. So things that we like to take for granted and things that are are commonplace for us aren't necessarily uh, what's been going on in St. Martinville City Government. Yeah, and I'm guessing they're probably going to give a little time, a little bit of leeway as the new administration comes in and the new council members uh, but, yeah, they, they need to get their docu- documentation in order. That is for sure. Yeah, and that's the big thing. We'll have not only the summary of the audit, but we'll also post, in case you're looking for some uh, lunchtime reading or reading uh, when uh, you're taking care of other business, the full 100 pages of this audit <laughs> at kpel965.com and the KPL app. Excuse me, 91 pages. Oh, oh uh, yeah. We well, must be specific, 91 that's, pages. That's better. Can you condense it down to, like, three or less? Uh, we'll do that. We will condense. Uh, we will condense it to uh, about two or three pages. But if you want to read the full thing, if you like numbers that yeah, much, yeah, yeah. Uh, it'll be on the website as well. Okay. Well, we will look uh, to check that out. Okay. Speaking of looking at things, Ian, we're in a time warp. I don't know how it happened. May is here. Um, like really, it was January, like yesterday. But it's not January. It's May, which means the Lita Job Fair is tomorrow. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Boy, that snuck up on us. I know it did. Ryan Lagrange from Lafayette Economic Development Authority joining us in studio. Hello. Hello. Thank you for having me. Well, yeah. Thanks so much for for coming in this morning. Several questions. One, okay. um, What's your advice to people who might be seeking a job? I'm sure there are probably a few things that you might... uh, have for them advice-wise. Absolutely. Prepare a resume. You okay. want to tell a little bit about your skills. Have something you can leave with employers. Okay. Dress professionally. Mm-hmm. You want to make a good first impression whenever you attend a, an event where you're going to interact with hiring managers. And this is the opportunity to interact with hiring managers in person. So people apply online. They say they don't hear anything. There will be over 100 companies at the Lita Job Fair tomorrow and they can do a little bit of research before they come. Mm-hmm. On our website, lafayette.org slash fair. we have a listing of all companies and what openings they're looking to fill. Okay, see, I love that, especially if it's a place you've always really wanted to work. And why not take your opportunity? Okay, let's let's talk about dressing professionally because some may kind of wonder. I mean, let's just clear this up right away. No pajama pants. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> uh, might be a good one. And so, you know, I like to tell people who have asked us uh, previously, you know, it's basically dress like you're going to go to church, you know, dress like you're ready to go into, uh, you know, a meeting with uh, a lawyer or a doctor, you want to dress in a way that uh, says, okay, I'm ready to work, even if you hire me right now. Absolutely. Absolutely. So that good first impression is very important. Uh, bathrobes and, you know, <laughs> slippers. You know, slippers. Yeah. Doesn't yeah. really fit. So you for can't this be the dude. You cannot abide. No, no, you cannot abide. No Lebowski dudes. 
<laughs> now, with that said, for those who do show up properly attired, wearing their suits, wearing their dresses, blouses, whatever professional business attire you want to wear, they might be wondering, okay, what do I do from here? Do I just go up and walk up to people? What should people who go to the job fair do? Is it a free-for-all? Do you go up, hand out resumes, or is it more structured? No, it really is a free-for-all. So this is the opportunity to pick the companies that you want to speak with. As Bernie mentioned, those that you've always wanted to work for, you have the opportunity to talk to those hiring managers and recruiters. So walk up, tell them a little bit about yourself, and then ask about the positions that you're interested in. It's also a good idea as you're doing that research, you can apply before you get there and let them know, I've already applied online through you know for your company for these particular positions. These are the skills that I'm bringing to the table. That's some great tips. Great tips. Because, you know, especially if you have, you know, kind of you're ready to go. Like now in the past, people have done interviews on site. Have there been hires on site? Yes. Some companies do. Okay. Or in a position where they can make job offers immediately. Others, this is just the starting process of the interview process. So mm -hmm. this is the initial first impression. And then they're going to call back individuals for interviews. So make a good first impression. It's a variety of companies that are represented, everything from our largest industry, healthcare, information technology, construction, oil and gas, food service, you name it across the board from entry level to highly experienced positions. We even have some of the big players like Stellar and Amazon, Safe Source Direct, the big manufacturer setting up in Broussard and Oshner Lafayette General. So you name it, there's a lot of great opportunities, hundreds of jobs represented. Wow. Okay. That's awesome. Yeah. And for those who may not have a resume ready or, or they think they don't know how to do a resume, you have a resume writing workshop again this year, correct? Absolutely. We'll have a resume writing workshop at 1030, and we'll even have a uh, workshop on how to beef up your LinkedIn profile or create one if you don't have one. It's a good idea to have that digital presence as well and have that available as employers do You know, look for individuals through those mediums there. That's a great piece of advice, especially if you're like not really sure about it. You know, we might have a lot of young people that may come to the Lead to Job Fair, and it may be kind of even a first go round for some who have said, okay, well, I've had a part time job forever. Now I'm really looking for full time employment. So, some good tips there. Absolutely. And so, across yeah. the board, across every type board? of uh, position from entry level, highly experienced, wow. everything in between. Okay. So, really, something for everybody. Um, all right, so any final thoughts on where to go for the info? You said the website, if you would repeat that for us. Absolutely, lafayette.org slash Lita Job Fair. It's tomorrow, May 10th from 9 to 2 at the Cajun Dome Convention Center. All right, everybody, get your resume ready. Have several copies. Be ready to go. Dress professionally. And, you know, don't, don't, uh, don't be hesitant to talk to, you know, your friends or even, God forbid, your parents if you are young on kind of some jumping off points to get the conversation rolling with prospective uh, employers. Um, because it's not a bad idea to have something good to talk about. And uh, we just hope to to see a lot of people get employment. Ryan, thank you for your time today. Appreciate you. Ryan, before oh. you go, I have one last one for you. Oh, What is the strangest thing <laughs> you've ever seen at the Lita Job Fair? <laughs> There's been many over the years, but... Um, Hmm. I mean, I try to pay attention to the companies hiring and the people that are coming in right. looking for work. But, you know, it's kind of across the board. You know, 
Mm-hmm. I can't think of any. I'm stumped right now. Well, that's kind of good, <laughs> though, right? That's yeah. pretty good. I think that says a lot for the perspective uh, job hunters, if you will. Um, Ryan, thanks for your time again today. Thank Have a great you. Monday. You too. All right. Coming up now on 629. Yep. That starts tomorrow morning at 9 o'clock. Agent Dome Convention Center. Phone lines are open. Call the show at 232-1542. 232-1542. Then listen live anytime with the free KPL News app. Free in the App Store or Google Play. The West Baton Rouge Convention and Visitors Bureau is proud to present Kite Fest April 30th and May 1st. This festival of the year is family-friendly and free with kites, inflatables, food booths, fireworks, and more. Learn more at westbatonrouge.net. I'm Bernadette Lee, and you're listening to News Talk 96.5 KPEL. News Talk 96.5 KPEL, broadcasting from the Matthew James Financial Studio. Find out more about how they can help you at matthew-james.com. Your 24-7 news source, on air, online, and with the KPEL News app. Now the headlines from the KPEL News Center. It is 6.34 in the morning and 73 degrees outside, still foggy and cloudy across Acadiana. That's going to change in just a little bit. Daniel Phillips says it'll be partly cloudy in 91 today. Full look at the forecast coming up in just a little bit for News Talk 96.5 KPEL. I'm Ian Ozan. We started downtown Lafayette where for the second week in a row, police are investigating a weekend shooting. This one happened around 1.15 Sunday morning on East Congress at Polk. Police say two people were wounded and taken to the hospital. So far, no arrests. Call Crime Stoppers at 232-TIPS if you have information. Lafayette police are investigating a body found in a ditch. Dispatch received the call Saturday morning around 10.15 from Timothy Drive. According to investigators, someone discovered Vin Lee's body face down and semi-submerged in that ditch. Medical examiners are conducting an autopsy. The case is classified as a suspicious death. A Lafayette police officer involved in an April crash on the Basin Bridge will face DWI charges. Todd Alcorn was booked into the Iberville Parish Jail on Friday. He's also facing vehicular negligent injuring, reckless operation, and open container charges. Alcorn was not on duty and was in his personal vehicle when that crash happened. In St. Landry Parish, two more suspects in a double homicide are now in custody. Deviantre Bro is accused of shooting and killing Alton Thomas and four-year-old Rickaitlin Cola. He and another man, Felton Martin, are facing first-degree murder charges in their deaths. Holly Roberts was also arrested on Friday. She's facing an accessory charge. She's accused of calling Martin and Bro to the scene of the crime after she had been involved in an argument. A new audit out this morning highlights continuing problems in St. Martinville City Hall. That audit found the same 14 accounting problems as it did last year, many of which are violations of state law. Among them, the city has no timesheet policy to document hours worked or vacation time taken. The city's traffic ticket log was not properly maintained, and the city has no system to track collection of ticket fines. We'll have a full story at kpel965.com and the KPL app in just a few minutes. In state news, the funeral for East Baton Rouge Sheriff's Deputy Nick Toulier will take place tomorrow. Toulier died last week, six years after he was wounded in an ambush shooting near Baton Rouge Police Headquarters. Law enforcement agencies from across the state will take part in the procession. In the legislature, two bills go before the House, or two bills of note, rather, go before the House Civil Law Committee today. One would place term limits on parish assessors. The other would limit the right to vote in local and state elections to United States citizens. Right now, the state constitution guarantees the right to, quote, every citizen of the state upon reaching the age of 18, end quote. 
Staying at the Capitol, state lawmakers are considering a bill that would classify abortion as murder. Jeff Palermo has the details. Louisiana Right to Life Executive Director Ben Clapper says there's two main reasons for their opposition to House Bill 813. Reason number one. We believe Louisiana law is ready right now to protect every baby from abortion when Roe v. Wade is overturned this summer. And reason number two is that there is a long-standing policy for them that abortion vulnerable women should not be treated as criminals. He says they support a separate bill that goes after those who sell or provide chemical abortion drugs. Those are the individuals that need to be held accountable. I'm Jeff Palermo. Meanwhile, the Louisiana Department of Health says fewer pregnant women need cesarean sections to deliver their children. Kevin Gallagher has that story. The LDH Safe Birth Initiative data shows the number of C-sections performed in 2021 in Louisiana was down nearly 5% from the previous year. Medical Director Dr. Veronica Gillespie-Bell says more doctors are heeding new recommendations for when active labor starts. Because that has changed over the last couple of years. The standard for that was 4 centimeters, but doctors rethought that and moved it up to 6 centimeters. Then you need to give them more time. Time, she says, that leads to more natural births and less risky procedures for women. I'm Kevin Gallagher. Former state legislator Don Cravens Jr. is joining the Biden administration. Cravens will work in the Commerce Department as the Undersecretary for Minority Business Development. Cravens served five years in the state legislature, first as a representative for St. Landry Parish and then as a senator for Lafayette and St. Landry Parishes. Most recently, Cravens served as the Executive Vice President and Chief Operating Officer of the National Urban League. On the health beat, Oxner Baton Rouge is on the cutting edge. It's the first hospital in the region to use what could be a breakthrough in pacemaker technology. David Grubb explains. Roughly 30% of cardiac patients who receive pacemakers don't respond to them well. And now doctors may have another tool at their disposal to help get an erratic heartbeat back in rhythm. Last week, Dr. Freddy Abisamra of Oxner Baton Rouge completed the region's first heart pacemaker procedure utilizing wise CRT. can actually make uh, these people respond better when we use this technology. Unlike traditional pacemakers, wise CRT uses a wireless electrode roughly the size of a grain of rice. Dr. Abisamra thinks this could be a game changer in preventing more invasive procedures. Get people not to progress towards the need for transplant. I'm David Grubb. In sports, the Louisiana Raging Cajun softball team is your Sunbelt Conference regular season champion. They swept you them over the weekend to take the conference title. Cajuns won Friday's game 14-1, then posted two straight 10-3 victories on Saturday. The Cajuns will take a nine-game win streak into the Sunbelt Tournament. They'll play their first game Wednesday morning at 10 o'clock. They'll get the winner of tomorrow's game between ULM and Coastal Carolina. The Louisiana Raging Cajuns baseball team sweeps UTA in the weekend series. Final scores, 4-3 on Friday, 4-3 on Sunday, and 6-5 in extra innings. Or excuse me, 4-3 Friday, 4-3 Saturday, 6-5 extra innings on Sunday. The Cajuns are three games out of first place in the conference standings with six conference games to go. Next up for Louisiana, a non-conference tilt against Rice. That game tomorrow at 6.30 at Teagmore Field. Mega Millions jackpot up to $86 million. Two people won ten grand uh, on Friday night, one in Port Allen, one in Baton Rouge. Powerball jackpot up to $59 million. Someone in Baton Rouge won hundred grand on Saturday. Lotto is up to $1.425 million, easy five, at $80,000. And finally, Bernie. Yes. Uh... Let's go to Texas. All right. What's going on? You've ever been to Goodwill? You see something sure. that looks interesting? Pick no, it up. Hey. Think, yeah. hey, that's a great value. I'll take that. Well, a a woman, a Texas antique dealer, went to Goodwill. She saw a bust that looked interesting. Thirty five bucks. Hey, figured, that's good. That's good. I'll take it. 
then when she brought it home, and by the way, it was a 52-pound bust. Wow. It was heavy. Yeah. So she brought it home. She put some. Uh, she took some pictures of it, and then she took those pictures and did some research. That was when she realized it was an ancient Roman relic. <gasps> no. Cool. Her $35 purchase turned out to be a Julio Claudian era piece depicting Roman commander Nero Claudius Drusus no. Germanicus. Better known as Drusus the Elder or Drusus Germanicus. Okay. Uh, so, yeah, uh, she has a piece of history on her hands. Uh, she shared her discovery with friends at a London auction house who confirmed the discovery. The bust was later found to have been listed in a 100-year-old catalog from a German art museum. The bust apparently was brought to the United States by a World War II soldier. No kidding. Now it's headed to the San Antonio Museum of Art for a one-year uh, tour of duty there before it gets to go home to Germany. Isn't that incredible, though? Wow. How, stuff like that never happens to me. I just hope she gets at least her $35 back. Yeah, yeah, you would hope so. Or maybe like, you know, $100 extra for a good find. I mean. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And yeah. I'm, I'm looking at a picture of the bust uh, <laughs> with the woman in the bust. And the guy looks like one of my old neighbors when I, uh, from my neighborhood in Karakrow growing up. Really? Wouldn't that be funny? If, if I didn't was? know any better, I think it, I would think it was a bust of a guy from Karakrow. Yeah. <laughs> Ian, if that turns out to be your neighbor, though, like the, you know, the other guy, that'd be pretty hilarious. It would be pretty hilarious. But uh, I'll say this. Uh, mm -hmm. uh, this guy, what's his uh, name? Uh, Drusus the Elder, Drusus Germanicus. Uh-huh. Got one hell of a jaw. I'll say that. <laughs> Is it very, like, pronounced and, like, manly? Very manly jawline. Mm -hmm. very, uh, it's it's pronounced, well-sculpted. Uh, yeah, I... I'm not sure if that really was him or if the sculpture was being generous, but mm -hmm. eh, he did well. All right. I don't know this, but I'm guessing Scott from Plaisance, you know, our number two. I'm betting he's probably got a good jawline, too. You know, only cool people send mm -hmm. in their app chat conversations to us. So he said to tell us that it is balmy and 73 degrees in Plaisance. And I'm, I'm imagining the Nuba Crossroads, uh, Nuba Plaisance Crossroads are clear this morning because we've not heard anything from that way. Yes, that is true. And uh, I'm sure it'll be that way. By the way, all right, so it's going to be 91 officially for our high temperature, but it's going to feel a little bit warmer, you said, about 92 or 93? Or... Yeah, the heat index oh. today is going to be Man. nice and toasty. All right, I'm going to have to pull out that little portable fan i've got i guess you know look i may not hit a triple digit lotto jackpot yeah. but i'll hit triple digit heat and heat and this is today <laughs> your news update is brought nice. to you by home furniture plus bedding they have over forty thousand furniture and mattress choices in stock take a look at homefern.com we're going to gradually see more and more sunshine as we get further into the day. A few clouds out there this morning, but that's going to be about it. Otherwise, things are looking pretty good through the rest of the afternoon. It is a hot one out there, though. Temperatures are going to push their way into the low 90s. Heat index running a little bit warmer than that. Those winds from the south at 5 to 10 miles an hour, keeping some of that moisture in place. And lows tonight going to be getting down into the lower 70s. In fact, we're fairly quiet through the rest of the work week, getting hotter over the next couple of days. From the Storm Team 3 Weather Lab, I'm KTC Meteorologist Daniel Phillips on News Talk 96.5 KPL. So 
right now, 73 degrees. Our weather update brought to you by Broussard Poche, certified public accountants. Your firm for a lifetime. News Talk 96.5. KPL. Right now, traffic. No traffic, no breakdowns, no crashes, none of that. So we will take it. All right, everybody. Let's just buckle up out there. Okay. is 6.49. Monday morning has arrived. Hello, Ian. Good morning on a Monday. Hello, Bernie. Good morning on a Monday. It didn't, boy, it feels like a Monday. Ah, uh, yeah. Good you know, Lord. I can understand that. Yeah. I don't know, though. I'm feeling pretty, like, I don't know. I'm ready to tackle another day. I'm excited. Um, okay, so I wanted to ask as far as weekend sports. So it's not that I wasn't listening. I was just uh-huh. working on some other stuff. So, oh, and you had a busy weekend this weekend. I, I did. So, um, uh, what? So, where are we going sports wise? What's happening in particular for you and UL softball? Okay, so for UL softball, we're in the Sun Belt Conference tournament. We are in the postseason now. So the Cajuns are the Sun Belt Conference regular season champions. They're the one seed in the conference tournament. Gotcha. They play okay. Wednesday morning at Wednesday 10 o'clock. Wednesday at 10 o'clock. Okay. In Mobile. Okay. They will play the winner of Tuesday's game between ULM and Coastal Carolina. Now, okay. these are the two schools that the Cajuns most recently faced. Took on ULM on the road in Monroe mm-hmm. this past weekend. And the week before that, hosted Coastal Carolina at Lampson Park. Which so, one is the better team, do you think, out of those Coastal teams? Carolina is is the better team, though, with that said. Mm-hmm. Even though ULM is mediocre at best, they are better than what they have been okay. in in previous years. Now, I have some selfish motivations for wanting to play <laughs> ULM again. Okay. Uh, uh, considering some of the things that happened on Saturday. I, I won't get into that on the air. But... Uh, but there are a few of us who work on the back end who would love to see the Cajuns play ULM and trounce them again. Mm. Uh, again, some things that happened on Rivalry. Saturday that left a, that left a bitter taste in our mouths. Mm. Uh, but uh, but either way, Cajuns will play Wednesday, ten o'clock in the morning. Mm. If they win, they play again Thursday at okay. ten o'clock at in 10. the morning. Okay. If they win on Thursday, they play Friday. At ten in the morning. I'm seeing if, a pattern here. Yeah. And if they okay. went on Friday, yeah, uh-huh. they will play Saturday at two thirty in the afternoon. Okay. Now it is a double elimination tournament, so if the Cajuns do falter and they do drop one of the games, they're not out. Good. So if which knock on wood, they don't right. lose. Knock Absolutely. on wood, they run through this. Mm-hmm. But if they drop either of the games on Wednesday, Thursday, or Friday. They would then move to the uh, the loser bracket, and they can still work their way into the championship game from there. Saturday's championship game is two thirty. That's winner take all. So uh-huh. whether you come from the winners bracket, losers bracket, one game to determine the champion. After that, it, we wait till Sunday. The uh-huh. Cajuns will find out where they'll be going in the NCAA regional. More than likely, uh, well, not more than likely. Cajuns not hosting this year. They're not going to be a one seed. It's a matter of where the committee slots us. If LSU hosts, which right now is highly unlikely, the selection committee loves putting the Cajuns in Baton Rouge, which would work out better for everybody in terms of travel. 
The more likely scenario, though, is that Louisiana uh, winds up going to one of the regionals in Texas. Mm -hmm. And we've been saying for the last couple months that Austin looks like a good possibility for Louisiana. But you don't know what the selection committee is going to do. So we'll be waiting with bated breath on Sunday as the NCAA selection committee makes that announcement. So we'll know Sunday what the Cajuns will be doing next weekend. And then after that, it's you play until you lose. If the Cajuns win in the regional, they play in a super regional. They win the super regional, it's on to the College World Series. But at this point, if at any point during the postseason, you drop two games, if you lose in double elimination, then your season's over. So at this point, it's advance and survive after uh, the conference tournament. Okay, so several, not several, two people on text message say you're nothing but a big tease. Because now they want to know what happened. They're like, Ian, you're keeping me hanging, bruh. So, okay, I'll tell the story then. Okay, but you got to hold it now because we're about to run out of time. It's oh. Kim Commando's turn. Okay, then <laughs> instead of the end, finally, I'll tell the story at the end of 7 o'clock news. Okay, everybody, y'all got to stick with us. I don't even know this story, so lordy be. Okay. And I told you a story, but I can't tell that one on air. Okay, 655. <laughs> We've heard for years that the days of passwords are over. They're still here. But guess what? The day has come. I'm Kim Commando. Simply Safe. Get a free indoor camera plus 20% off with monitoring at simplysafekim.com. It helps that Google, Microsoft, and Apple are working together on the death of the password. Instead of trying to read letters, numbers, and characters, soon use our phone. After all, let's have our phone within reach. So why shouldn't it be used to authenticate who we are? Now, because you need to put in a passcode, a facial scan, or a fingerprint to open your phone, when you need to log in, you're going to get an alert on your phone. Then to log into a site, you simply enter in your passcode or do a facial scan or fingerprint scan on your and your credentials will be stored online. This ends the problem of being locked out of your accounts if your phone is lost or stolen. Let me tell you, this death of the password, it can't come soon enough. Hopefully this year. Get breaking tech news at my site, commando.com. When you use the bathroom, you always close the door behind you, right? You don't want random passerbys just looking in. So why would you let people look in on you when you go online? Using the internet without ExpressVPN is like going to the bathroom and not closing the door. Your ISP knows every single website you visit and can sell this information to ad companies and tech giants who will use your data to target you. ExpressVPN creates a secure encrypted tunnel between your device and internet so that your online activity can't be seen by anyone. I use ExpressVPN on all my devices. It works on phones, laptops, even routers. Plus, it's as easy as closing the bathroom door. Just fire up the app, click one button, and you're protected. If you're like me and believe that your online activity is your business, secure yourself by visiting expressvpn.com slash Kim today. Use my link, expressvpn.com slash Kim, to get an extra three months free. That's expressvpn.com slash Kim. The Fox Business Report is brought to you by Gulf Coast Bank, your local community bank. Whether your financial needs are for an individual, a business, or for the whole family, Gulf Coast Bank has the knowledge and products to serve you best. With nine convenient locations throughout Acadiana, you're never far from a friendly Gulf Coast Bank associate. I'm Connell McShane. This is the Fox Business Report. 
Wall Street futures point to a lower opening following a rough ride last week. Markets closing lower Friday with the fifth straight weekly decline after the Federal Reserve raised a key interest rate by half a point. Global shares falling today as investors worry about rate hikes to China's slowing economy due to COVID-19 lockdowns. Gas prices climbing 15 cents in the last two weeks to a national average of $4.38 for a gallon of regular. Industry analyst Trilby Lundberg says the cost of gas is $1.36 higher than at this time last year. Millions of low-income Americans will have high-speed internet access for less than $30 a month. The White House announcing 20 providers, including AT&T, Comcast, Eisen, agreed to increase internet speeds or lower service costs for eligible households. The trillion-dollar infrastructure package approved by Congress last year includes $14.2 billion for the Affordable Connectivity Program, which provides the monthly subsidies. That's your Fox Business Report. I'm Steve Rappaport, invested in you. The Tunnel to Towers Foundation's 9-11 Never Forgetable exhibit is a tribute to all who lost their lives on September 11, 2001, or from 9-11-related illnesses. This high-tech 83-foot tractor trailer transforms into an 1,100-square-foot exhibit, a tool to educate people about 9-11. Visit it in a city near you and join Tunnel to Towers on its mission to do good and never forget. Donate $11 on T2T.org. That's T, the number two, T.org. News Talk 96.5 KPEL, Brobridge, Lafayette, a town square media station. Broadcasting from the Matthew James Financial Studio. Putin claims self-defense. I'm Chris Foster, Fox News. Russian President Vladimir Putin says his troops in Ukraine are fighting for the motherland, calling Ukrainian troops Nazis in a speech celebrating victory against the Nazis in World War II. Russia's ambassador to Poland at a cemetery in Warsaw to pay respects to Red Army soldiers killed in the war has red paint thrown at him by protesters carrying Ukrainian flags. First Lady Jill Biden's on her way back to Washington after a four-day trip to Eastern Europe. Mrs. Biden is now the most recent high-profile American visitor to Ukraine, setting foot in the country even before her husband. She met with Olena Zelenska, her Ukraine counterpart, saying that she wanted to arrive on Mother's Day and talk to moms about their experiences, as in this exchange. How do you explain the war to your children, Julia? It's very difficult how I explain. The First Lady spent a couple of hours in Ukraine touring a town near Slovakia, where she also got a look at a facility that is processing refugees. Grinnell Scott, Fox News. Police in DeKalb County, Georgia, are looking for a man who shot six people at a condominium complex. Three died. There's been a fire at the office of a pro-life group in Wisconsin. Wisconsin Family Action, which is opposed to legal abortion, says someone tossed a Molotov cocktail into its Madison office and spray-painted the side of their building with a message reading, quote, if abortions aren't safe, then you aren't either, unquote. Police are investigating the alleged arson, but it's unclear who's behind it. The lobbying group's president says she considers the fire a direct threat following the leak of a draft Supreme Court opinion indicating Roe v. Wade could be overturned. Tom Graham, Fox News. The horse track Churchill Downs reports a record $179 million was in the betting pool for Saturday's Kentucky Derby, with the least money bet on the winner, Rich Strike. But at 80-1, to 1, long shot bettors made out. Rich Strike was added to the Derby field Friday after a late scratch. America's listening to Fox News. 
I tend to second-guess dinners with friends because they're often interrupted by diarrhea, gas, bloating, stomach pain, or oily stools. It turns out I have EPI, or exocrine pancreatic insufficiency, which means I'm missing the enzymes needed to digest food. My doctor prescribed Creon Pancrelipase, an oral prescription medication that replaces pancreatic digestive enzymes. Creon treats EPI due to cystic fibrosis, chronic pancreatitis, pancreatectomy, or other conditions. Creon may increase your chance of fibrosing colonopathy, a rare bowel disorder. Tell your doctor if you have a history of intestinal blockage or scarring or thickening of your bowel wall, if you're allergic to pork, or if you have gout, kidney problems, or worsening of painful swollen joints. Call your doctor if you have any unusual or severe gastrointestinal symptoms or allergic reactions. Take Creon as directed by your doctor and always with food. Do not chew capsules as this may cause mouth irritation. Other side effects may include blood sugar changes, gas, dizziness, sore throat, and cough. These are not all the side effects of Creon. Creon is the number one prescribed EPI treatment. Ask your doctor about Creon for EPI and visit Creon.com or call 800-633-9110 to learn more. That's C-R-E-O-N.com. An American who got sick in the Bahamas has been moved to a hospital in Miami. Three other Americans died at that resort. Police were notified Friday morning shortly after 9 a.m. by staff at the Sandals Emerald Bay in Exuma that a man was found unresponsive on the bedroom floor of his villa and a second man and a woman were found unresponsive at another villa. Officers say the couple complained of illness the previous evening, went to a local medical facility, received treatment, and returned to their lodging. Officers said both individuals showed signs of convulsion, but no signs of trauma. All three individuals were pronounced dead by a local doctor. Also, the Bahamas acting prime minister says, although the cause of death is unknown, foul play is not suspected. Fox's Christina Coleman. South Korea's new president, Yoon Suk-yeol, takes office in three hours, midnight there. It's a single five-year term taking over from President Moon Jae-in. Yoon's considered more conservative and supports a tougher approach with North Korea. Facebook's parent company is opening its first physical store today. Meta, which owns Facebook, is opening the doors to its Reality Labs unit store in Burlingame, California in Silicon Valley. That unit is developing the hardware they sell there, including Ray-Ban smart glasses, portal video calling devices, and Oculus VR headsets. Meta is not just promoting its hardware devices to consumers, it's also pitching them to businesses with a recent demonstration of conference calls that feature a mix of virtual reality avatars and traditional video calling. Tanya J. Powers, Fox News. Tesla CEO Elon Musk tweets, If I die under mysterious circumstances, it's been nice knowing you. An hour earlier, he'd shared a post purportedly from a Russian military officer saying that Musk will be held accountable for supplying the Ukrainian military with communications equipment. Musk has provided Ukrainians with satellite internet service. His mother responded to the death tweet, That's not funny. He responds to her, Sorry, I'll do my best to stay alive. I'm Chris Foster, Fox News. Your 24-7 news source, on air, online, and with the Cape Hill News app. Now the headlines from the Cape Hill News Center. It is 7.06 in the morning and 73 degrees outside, still foggy and misty. Across Acadiana, Daniel Phillips says it's going to be hot, 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 like that Buster Poindexter song from 1988. High 91 today, heat in the seas even higher. With under partly cloudy skies, full look at the forecast coming up in just a little bit. For News Talk 96.5 KPEL, I'm Ian Ozan. We started downtown Lafayette, where for the second week in a row, police are investigating a weekend shooting. This one happened around 1.15 Sunday morning on East Congress at Polk. Police say two people were wounded and taken to the hospital. So far, no arrests. Call Crime Stoppers at 232-TIPS if you have information. Lafayette police are also investigating a body found in a ditch. Dispatch received the call from Timothy Drive around 10.15 Saturday morning. According to investigators, someone discovered Vin Lee's body face down and submerged in the ditch. 
Medical examiners are conducting an autopsy. The case is classified as a, as a suspicious death. The Lafayette police officer involved in an April crash on the Basin Bridge will face DWI charges. Todd Alcorn was booked into the Iberville Parish Jail on Friday. He's facing vehicular negligent injuring, reckless operation, and open container charges. Alcorn was not on duty and was in his personal vehicle when that crash happened. In St. Landry Parish, two more suspects in a double homicide are now in custody. Deviantre Bro is accused of shooting and killing Alton Thomas and four-year-old Raquetlin Cola. He and another man, Felton Martin, are facing first-degree mur- uh, first murder charges in their deaths. Holly Roberts was also arrested on Friday. She's facing an accessory charge. She's accused of calling Martin and Bro to the scene of the crime after she had been involved in an argument with someone else there. A new audit out this morning highlights continuing problems in St. Martinville City Hall. The audit found the same 14 accounting problems as it did last year, many of which are violations of state law. Among them, fees from traffic fines not being remitted to the proper agencies as required by law. The city not having proper, uh, proper policies to maintain traffic tickets. And no timesheet policies to document hours worked or vacation time taken. Full story coming to KPEL965.com in the KPEL mobile app in about 10 minutes from now. In state news, the funeral for East Baton Rouge Sheriff's Deputy Nick Toulier will take place tomorrow. Toulier died last week, six years after he was wounded in an ambush shooting near Baton Rouge Police Headquarters. Law enforcement agencies from across the state will take part in the procession. In the legislature, two bills of note go before the House Civil Law Committee today. One would place term limits on parish assessors. The other would limit the right to vote in local and state elections to United States citizens. Right now, the state constitution guarantees the right to vote in local and state elections to, quote, every citizen of the state upon reaching 18 years of age, end quote. Staying at the Capitol, lawmakers are considering a bill that would classify abortion as murder. Jeff Palermo has the details. Louisiana Right to Life Executive Director Ben Clapper says there's two main reasons for their opposition to House Bill 813. Reason number one. We believe Louisiana law is ready right now to protect every baby from abortion when Roe v. Wade is overturned this summer. And reason number two is that there is a long-standing policy for them that abortion-vulnerable women should not be treated as criminals. He says they support a separate bill that goes after those who sell or provide chemical abortion drugs. Those are the individuals that need to be held accountable. I'm Jeff Palermo. Former state legislator Don Cravens Jr. is joining the Biden administration. Cravens will work in the Commerce Department as the Undersecretary for Minority Business Development. Cravens served five years in the state legislature. He was first elected in 2004 to succeed the late Doc Hudson as a District 40 state representative for St. Landry Parish, and then two years later succeeded his father as state senator for Lafayette and St. Landry Parishes in District 24. Most recently, Craven served as the Executive Vice President and Chief Operating Officer of the National Urban League. On the health beat, Oxner Baton Rouge is on the cutting edge. It's the first hospital in the region to use what could be a breakthrough in pacemaker technology. David Grubb explains. Roughly 30% of cardiac patients who receive pacemakers don't respond to them well. And now doctors may have another tool at their disposal to help get an erratic heartbeat back in rhythm. Last week, Dr. Freddy Abisamra of Oxner Baton Rouge completed the region's first heart pacemaker procedure utilizing WISE CRT. can actually make uh, these people respond better when we use this technology. Unlike traditional pacemakers, WISE CRT uses a wireless electrode roughly the size of a grain of rice. Trabi Samra thinks this could be a game changer in preventing more invasive procedures. Get people not to progress towards the need for transplant. I'm David Grubb. In sports, Louisiana Rage and Cajuns 
get the job done in softball. They beat ULM taking three consecutive games, sweeping that series 14-1, 10-3, and 10-3 to win the Sunbelt Conference regular season championship. Cajuns head to the Sunbelt tournament on a nine-game winning streak. They'll play Wednesday morning at 10 o'clock. They'll get the winner of either ULM or Coastal Carolina. Cajuns baseball sweeps UTA in their weekend Sunbelt series, 4-3 on Friday, 4-3 on Saturday, 6-5 in extra innings. On Sunday, the Cajuns get Rice tomorrow. And I got an email from Connie Johnson. Thank you for uh, for correcting me. That game at Rice is indeed at Rice. Let me double-check that because I may have goofed on that, and I think Connie is absolutely right that I did goof Bernie. Yeah, uh, she threw right. the challenge flag. Yeah, yeah. And we're going to, yes, after further review, the mm -hmm. ruling on the field is overturned. Connie okay. is right. I was wrong. That game is in Houston at Rice. Beautiful facility over there. I don't know why I thought that game was here. In fact, two games at Rice, one on Tuesday, one on Wednesday. And then the Cajuns return to Sunbelt play against Texas State over the weekend in San Marcos, Texas. That explains why those games are on the road in Houston. The stars at night are big and bright. Deep in the heart of Texas. <laughs> Thank you, Connie. We appreciate you. You see, it is a Monday for all of us. Yes. Whew. Mega Millions jackpot up to $86 million. Powerball up to $59 million. But we had a couple big winners in Louisiana. Port Allen and Baton Rouge each sold a $10,000 ticket Ooh. in the Mega Millions drawing. Someone in Baton Rouge won $100,000 on the Powerball. No such luck on Lotto and Easy 5. Lotto jackpot, $1,425,000. Easy 5 up to $80,000. Dollars. And finally, Bernie, I guess I'll tell the story. Okay, <clears throat> let me get my popcorn. Oh, in this case, it's blueberries. Okay, I'm ready. Well, nothing wrong with blueberries. Mm -hmm. So on Friday, we get to ULM, and oh. we always ask, where can we set up, especially at a facility like ULM? Because mm -hmm. it's a converted coach's office. It's I've seen high school press boxes that are more spacious. Let's put it that way. <laughs> Uh, they let us set up in the press box. We mm -hmm. do the broadcast, and we do the broadcast. We get out, and because it's indoor, we leave the equipment set up, mm -hmm. which is standard operating procedure. Yeah. We get there Saturday. We dial in, and as soon as we dial in, and I'm getting, Bobby and I are getting our computer set up, uh, I don't know who she was, maybe mm -hmm. an assistant coach, maybe mm -hmm. uh, mm -hmm. a student intern. I don't know. Mm -hmm. But someone comes up and tells us that the coach has kicked us out of the press box, that they want to change things up. So we are not we are no longer allowed in the press box and we have to broadcast from the white table they set up for us just behind the backstop. OK. OK. Are we going down to the table that's set up behind home plate? No. The table over there, and she points to well, 10 feet away from the Cajuns' dugout between home and first base. So we really have no good angles at the plate. We have no good angles at the foul lines. Nothing. Uh, yeah. How are you going to see? Okay. Initially, they set us okay. up out there with no tent. Uh-huh. And mind you, at this point, at 10, 30, 11 in the morning, it's already 80 degrees. Right. It's getting up to about 90. Yeah. They finally come set up a tent for us. The fans start complaining they can't see over the tent. Oh, no. So they come so they come and lower the tent, which actually worked out because it blocked more of the sun. So that was the first good thing to happen. Okay. So we're outside. We're doing the broadcast. But in the process of them kicking us out, it gave us one of the, a couple of the more memorable events that happened this season. 
One, because we were so close to the press box, and once the players and the coaches realized we had a crowd mic set up, yeah. Before the game and during commercial breaks, they would come to the crowd mic and they would start talking into the crowd mic. <laughs> That's kind of fun. <laughs> At one point, Kendra Lamb, the pitcher for the Cajuns, is having a back and forth with me and her voice carries so much you can hear her right. through the microphones. Okay. And at one point, I'm like, Kendra, the, the, the cord is long enough. I can bring you a headset. She's like, oh, no, no, no. <laughs> and then at the end of the second game, Coach Jerry Glasgow comes up. And like you see on ESPN, where nowadays they're doing more interviews with coaches and in pro baseball with managers and with players during the game. Jerry came over in the sixth inning, sat down with us, put on the headset, cool. and stayed with us for a full inning. Wow. So what, what uh, we turned chickens, uh, we turned chicken, you know what, into chicken salad. Uh, <laughs> it, it wasn't pleasant. It was hot as all get out. Uh-huh. But we, we made it work. And that's the reason why, for those of us who were at Monroe this week, uh-huh. uh, we're hoping we get them again just to exact some revenge. The other thing <laughs> that we, we want revenge for, yeah. those of us who are in the press box notice this. They still have the box score from last year's game in which they beat the Cajuns. The one game in which they beat the Cajuns. They have the box score from that game laminated and posted on their bulletin board in their oh, press box. Oh, wow. Wow. Mm. So, mm. so yeah. There's uh, the rivalry was already there, but uh-huh. there's a, but the rivalry heated up both literally and figuratively over the weekend. Well, that was fun. That was delicious popcorn slash blueberries. Thanks oh, for yes, telling the story. Much more delicious than the lunch we had on Thursday. <laughs> I told you that story already. That's what I, I'm not going into on the air. No, no, we can't. <clears throat> we'll just ask people to. Uh, I don't know. Imagine in yeah, their minds. Yes, it has to do with fast food in Columbia, Louisiana. That's all you need to know. <laughs> it is coming up now on 716 on as Morning News. Your news update brought to you by Home Furniture Plus Bedding. Over 40,000 furniture and mattress choices in stock and ready for delivery. Home Furniture Plus Bedding. Welcome home. A few clouds out there this morning, but eventually you'll see more and more sunshine and overall a pretty good looking day today. Does look hot and humid though. Temperature is going to get to about 91 degrees. You're going to see that heat index running a little bit warmer than that as well. Winds coming from the south today at about 5 to 10 miles an hour. Overnight lows tonight going to be settling down into the lower 70s. From the Storm Team 3 Weather Lab, I'm KTC Meteorologist Daniel Phillips on News Talk 96.5 KPAL. And right now, partly sunny skies and 73 degrees here at the KPAL Studios. News Talk 96.5 KPAL. Right now, traffic. No crashes, no breakdowns to report to you right now. Please just make sure that you're buckling up and that you're keeping it safe out there today, okay? Salute to America, brought to you by Jim Olivier's Home Improvement and Roofing, Louisiana. To honor America and perform our national anthem, please welcome home eight-time Grammy winner, Rock and Roll Hall of Famer, the Empress of Soul, Gladys Knight. Oh, say can you see 
by the dawn's light. What so proudly we at the twilight's last gleaming, whose broad stripes and bright stars through the perilous fight were ramparts we watched were so gallantly streaming and the rockets Download the free KPL News app, free in the App Store and Google Play. It's coming up now on 722 on Acadiana's Morning News. Bernie and Ian here this morning. Hello, Yans. Good morning, Bern. How are you? I am doing well this morning. Uh, Many app chats already received this morning. Winky Dinky Dog says good morning, and he enjoyed the show already today. So that's a good one. Thank you to everybody who is already listening. And a lot of people, if you're like, wait a minute, how do they do that? So it's simple. You just download the KPL app. It's free in the App Store. You basically look for the little App Store app on your phone. You go in there and put in us, KPL, and it'll pop right up and you can listen to us. And there's a feature where you can send us a text message. So, um, okay, Blaine wanted you to know it kind of sounds like a Saints-Falcons rivalry where the Saints dominate and when the Falcons can't, uh, or when the Falcons win, they just don't let it go. No, no, they, <laughs> they and here's the thing. No, let me not say what, I, what I'm going to say. It no, could no. get me fired from yeah, the yeah. other job. Yeah, so yeah. let me, let me bite my tongue on what I really want to say about yeah. the folks uh, yeah, up yeah. in lower Arkansas. Yeah, yeah, just leave it where it may be and... People can app chat us and give their thoughts because that's their thoughts, yes. not our thoughts. Yes, yes I, I, I will leave it alone. Now, with that said, <laughs> yes. I, I will say this because this is something the Sunbelt Conference does need to address. The turf conditions, the fuel conditions oh, at ULM are absolutely horrid. Oh, I have seen rec fields that are in better condition mm, well, darn. than ULMs. There, you remember that Clarence Carter song, Patches? Yes. It could have been written about the infield. Wow, okay, so it's really ULM. Rough. It's turf. It's all patched up because uh, obviously they don't do proper maintenance on it. It's and there are a couple. Uh, there are a couple plays that 
as a result of the patches and the unevenness of the turf that affected the the bounce of the ball. Mm -hmm. The other thing is the the plate is painted onto the turf, so mm -hmm. it's not regulation size. It's actually smaller. Coach Jerry Glasgow brought it up Aww. during the pregame meeting on Friday. Fans really? caught wind of it, so they start. So they all brought signs to the game Saturday. One of which read, "Size matters." Oh, wow. <laughs> oh, my. Okay, I have nothing to say about that. Just remember, if you download the KPL app, it's free, and you can text us and say what you want. Um, on that note, it's coming up now on 724. Time to check in with the executive director, CEO of One Acadiana, Mr. Troy Wayman, joining Ian and I. Hey, good morning. Good morning, morning Troy. Good morning, Ian. You have you have crushed um, my dream. Uh, everything that I've I've always heard is that it doesn't matter. I'm just saying. <laughs> so, um, <laughs> Not just oh God, yeah, I just choked. <laughs> <laughs> okay, you won the show today. By the way, just just so you know, Mr. Wayman, you won the entire show today. All right. By the way, that's now going to be the when the show goes in podcast form this afternoon. Yes. that's going to be the title. I always heard size doesn't matter. <laughs> Oh my! Well, uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, anyway, anyway, let's get on to some good news. How about well, that? Yes, yes. Let's talk about. <laughs> and there's some a good lot news. of good news going on, especially with uh, with the economy in Lafayette Parish, with the movie industry coming in, more jobs coming in, businesses. You guys are having a, a heck of a time right now with one of Katyana. Yeah, I, I tell you, we, we couldn't be more excited about what's going on um, just with, with Lafayette and with all of Acadiana, to be honest with you. I mean, you know, you mentioned the movie industry. I mean, obviously, Morgan Freeman being here, um, uh, huge for this community. Um, uh, you know, all the all the talk of Morgan Freeman sightings. I mean, the poor guy can't have dinner without somebody, I'm sure, jumping on, you know, in front of him and um, wanting to get a picture with him. But uh, it's great to have them to have them here. Those types of things get a lot of notoriety. I'm sure Ben Barthelot with LCVC would tell you the same thing that, you know, uh, films like that give, um, with stars like that, give a tremendous amount of notoriety to the community uh, when people see parts of our community in those films. So it's always pretty exciting to do that. And then, you know, that that right right now with uh, on the heels of uh, Festival International, which was a huge success. I mean, I think people were hungry for it, ready to get back downtown, ready to have, uh, you know, get their festival on, so to speak. And, uh, um but in this past weekend, you know, we had the, the crawfish festival over Bro Bridge. And then, uh, next weekend, we got the frog festival in rain. Um, Moncus Park's evening under the stars on the, I think this May 19th. And then, uh, oh, and you know, the mayor is really excited. And we're all really excited about the, uh, local Palooza, the second annual local Palooza, uh, local musicians play, performing for us and here in Lafayette on the, the weekend of uh, the 28th. And then downtown rising on June 4th. So if you are looking for something to do over the next few weekends and you can't find it, that's your own fault because you're just not looking because there's a lot going on. We're really excited about it. Indeed. Um, and look at the other stuff happening. I mean, like for, you know, just in downtown Lafayette, I mean, you had the Opportunity Machine had their grand opening last week. Uh, uh, Mandy Mitchell and her team and, and Atlita and, um, Destin Ortigo uh, at the Opportunity Machine. Man, what a phenomenal facility they've got downtown uh, and really took a, 
less than attractive building. Let's let's just be nice and say, okay. say it, put it that way. Yeah. A suboptimal usage there of that building, go. and then did did uh, a phenomenal job renovating that building. It's really a showplace for entrepreneurs and and those people that are looking to get a leg up and and creating a small business. So I had that grand opening. You had the grand opening of the uh, ribbon cutting of the municipal, the uh, the old federal courthouse, the loft there. Uh, if you haven't seen that facility, man, go see it. That is, there's nothing like it anywhere uh, around. And, um, you know, they're filling up. I mean, they're leasing those apartments quickly. Uh, but a beautiful facility right in downtown Lafayette. Um, ACA, ACA, you know, KDS Center for the Arts doing great stuff. And they, they closed on their deal in the old, that old hardware store. And they'll be yeah. opening up the, uh, uh, the Louisiana Music Museum. Um, going to have a, you know, some live music, a live music venue there, a dance floor, which I know that, you know, Hey, we in Acadiana like to dance, uh, much to my daughter's chagrin when my wife and I dance, but we, uh, <laughs> we, we like to dance in Acadiana. So, uh, it's nice to have, uh, that museum opening up, um, the Buchanan parking garage has reopened, uh, parts of that have reopened phase one of that's done uh, you know, LCG did a fantastic job getting that ready before festival. Uh, phase two is going to start in a, in a few months um, uh, to get that complete. So, um, man, we're just uh, hey, and LCG's committed to a new police precinct downtown. Yeah, uh, we're going to make you know downtown even even safer. So, um, man, it, it's just exciting to see the things happening. Uh, all the pieces are coming together. Um, again, festivals across our region, and people just excited to to be in person and and get out and uh, listen to some live music, eat some crawfish, eat some boudin. I mean, Scott had their boudin festival. It looked like it was a huge success mm. by, all, by all measures. So, I mean, um, it's a great time to be uh, in Acadiana. Boy, that's certainly a true. time to be in Acadiana. Yeah, it's true. And now, you know, we've got so much more forward momentum, I think, even then, you know, even before the last two years that were so strange and, and weird, um, if anybody can do it during, you know, times of, of trouble and sacrifice, it is certainly, certainly our area. Now, if people want to get involved with One Acadiana, how do they do that? Well, it is very easy. You go to oneacadiana.org. Uh, you can ha- find my contact information there. You can find uh, Victoria Alamon's com- uh, contact information there. Uh, Chris Nestor, any of us that work for uh, work at One Acadiana, you can find our contact information there. Reach out to us. We would love to get you engaged. Um, I will say be careful what you ask for because the people <laughs> that we engage, man, they end up going to work. Um, uh, but it's, it's great to see that. Uh, I will say that we have, in my career, probably the most engaged membership and investor base I've ever seen. Uh, these, these are people that don't just want to uh, pay for a membership or invest in our organization. They want to get engaged and make things happen and make a difference for Acadiana. So we're so excited about it. Uh, oneacadiana.org, lots of information there. I will put a plug in real quick. Um, it's coming up in July, July 28th. We've got our next Civicon event. Those are civic conversations uh, designed to raise the civic IQ of people across the region. It's going to be at ACA for, at 530. Uh, on Thursday, July 28th, we've got Chuck Marone. Uh, he's the founder of Strong Towns. He's coming in to talk to us about how to make our town more vibrant, how to make our town stronger, how to make our our, our community uh, 
a better place to live, work, and play. And uh, those those are the messages that are critically important. If we and the more we can raise the civic IQ and get people in the community aware of what's needed, um, the better off we're going to be. And the beautiful thing about the way we've designed Civicon, the Civicon series, is this is part of Vibrant Acadiana. This is not just Vibrant Lafayette. Uh, these things are all scalable, and they can be used in any community. The principles can be used in any community across Acadiana, and we have so many bright spots and so many places that are doing it right, and we want to provide them even more tools to do it better. Now, Troy, uh, one of the issues that's popped up lately in terms of Lafayette is where should the new municipal auditorium or the new Hyman Center go? It was actually a question in the power poll that the advocate does every month. And there are several choices right now at play. One uh, on the north side near I-10 and I-49, near the current location. And there's a plot of land across from the Cajunome that a study recently identified as being the most appropriate spot. Does one Acadiana have any, any opinion on what should happen with the Hyman Center with regards to a new location or if it should be rebuilt? All right, listen, guys, I got to go. So uh, if you uh, no. uh no, it's a, it is a great question. And look, uh, LCG worked with Lita and they commissioned a study and Lita hired a, a, a nationally recognized consultant to, to do a study. They did a, They talked with a number of community leaders and a lot of uh, a number of other members of the community. Uh, to get their feedback, they they looked at demographics, they looked at traffic patterns, they looked at a number of things uh, that anyone doing their due diligence on this kind of thing would look at. And you know, their their finding was that the uh, uh, the site next to the, the Cajun Dome was the, the most appropriate site. Um, you know, it, it's hard to argue with the facts when you have them that way. But I will say this: we have a situation in our community where. We've gotten our legislative delegation has really gone to bat for us uh, on some appropriations uh, for uh, this um, this facility. Um, it is obviously something that's needed. You know, the Hyman Auditorium is dated, um, and uh, we, we you know it, it it could attract bigger and and more acts and more uh, shows and more things for our community. Um, so it, it is something that's needed for our community. Uh, we need to, as a community, be unified on this. Wherever the final choice of the location is, we need to all stand together and, and have a consensus on this. Because number one, we're going to need additional funding to do this. And if we don't show a unified front, um, we're not going to get that funding. And um, the last thing we need is that, that for this to end up being a fight. And so whether, wherever the location is, once the, the, it's determined, and right now it does appear that it's that site by the Cajun Dome, we need to present a unified front on it. You know, you look at the, the, what that site would do. I mean, uh, yeah, I think the two kind of finalist sites were downtown and, and the, um, the site by the Cajun Dome. Well, either one of those is a huge win for, uh, Acadiana and truthfully for downtown. Cajun Dome is, is three quarters of a mile from downtown. It would link that corridor, be an anchor on the other end of that corridor on Congress Street, you know, and it would spur redevelopment of, of Congress. And uh, you connect all that with walking paths and, and that sort of thing. You've got a great connection between Cajun Dome, the Performing Arts Center, Moncus Park, downtown, the university as a whole. Uh, it all fits in perfectly with the university's master plan. So um, I, I will just tell you this. We are going to be supportive of whatever the final decision is because we have got to be 
uh, unified in this because, as like I said, it's going to take additional funding. Our, our legislators have gone to bat for us. We have to sh- support them, and we can't be seen as arguing over this when it's all said and done. Now, that's I've I, I said my piece on it, and uh, that, that's where we stand right now. Um, we do not have a favorite site uh, as one Acadiana. We just are in favor of the project in and of itself. I think that's fair enough. Well, Troy Wayman with CEO and Executive Director of One Acadiana, sir, thanks for your time this morning. Always enjoy being with you guys. We enjoy it too, sir. Pleasure's all ours. Thank you. Have a good Monday. All right, y'all too. Okay, bye-bye. Oh, wow. Very interesting. That was fun. Yes, yes, it was, and very interesting for sure. Okay, it's coming up now on 736. On the way, Ian and I will have a chance to chat with our friend Chris Babin from the BBB and find out, ooh, what's the latest from Scam Tracker? What should we know? Do not miss it. The West Baton Rouge Convention and Visitors Bureau is proud to present Kite Fest April 30th and May 1st. This festival of the year is family-friendly and free with kites, inflatables, food booths, fireworks, and more. Learn more at westbatonrouge.net. It's coming up now in 742 on Acadiana's Morning News. Bernadette Lee, Ian Ozan, and joining us in studio from the Better Business Bureau of Acadiana, Chris Babin, the man with 47 titles. Okay, maybe not 47 <laughs> <No>. titles. <laughs> Only 46. Only 46. There you go. Yeah, yeah. So thanks for joining us once again. We do want to talk with you, um, as has become our habit now, to find out what is happening in our area and a great way that you have uh, helped us to allow other people to understand some of the things that end up circulating is you take a look at the scam tracker and then you share with us what's happening, uh, a particular story. So what what area are we talking about today? So this week we've had um, some recent reports about federal student loan scams, um, repayment scams, forbearance scams, those types of things. Mm. Uh, you know, there's a lot going on with federal student loans right now with, um, you know, being discussed on repayment plans and forgiveness mm-hmm. from the government, different things. Yeah. Well, scammers love that because yeah. um, there's always confusion. It's, it's kind of hard unless you really intensely follow some of the headlines to know exactly what's going on. Well, you know, scammers, these types of scams have been around before, mm-hmm. you know, scamming people out of their information, pretending that they're going to help them pay off or forgive a certain amount of their federal student loan. But when things start happening in the in the news that cause confusion in regards to something, mm-hmm. that gives them an opportunity to, to call even more people. So in this instance, um, 70508 mm-hmm. area code. So, I mean, uh, zip code. So right here in Lafayette. Yep. Um, this lady got a phone call from an 855 phone number. Okay. Um, she didn't answer because she didn't know the number, which mm-hmm. is a lot of times what we advise. So that was a great, great job there. But they left a voicemail about federal student loan forgiveness and that she was eligible for it. Okay. And I would I would call that back because I'd be very interested. So, Most people have a lot of debt. Yeah, they do. You, you know, know? And, and and there are options for you to look into how you're going to repay your loan. Mm-hmm. And sometimes some of that balance is forgiven. Sometimes it's put into a payment plan that works best for you. You know, there are a lot of different ways to look into that. So. She actually had her husband call back. Mm-hmm. He called the number. Um, he said right off the bat he could tell it was a scam, just the way that they answered the phone, some of the questions that they started asking. Mm. But they didn't know anything about 
who they were. They wanted to know, do you have student loans? Are you currently having to pay on them? How much are, what's your student yeah. loan balance? How much do you make in a year? And then when he started asking, okay, you know, that's fine, but what company are you with? Can you give me some information so I can right. check out the company? They hung up on him. Huh. Okay. So he called the number back the next day mm-hmm. where they went through the same questions. And he started asking, what company are you with? They hung up on him. So he called back one more time, Uh really realizing this was probably a scam, but I guess trying to do some consumer investigating. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I like this person. Called back and right off the bat told the guy, I I, I know you're a scammer. Like, what company are you with? This kind of thing. The guy did actually try to engage with them a little bit and said, no, we're with a company called Enterprise Financial. We have, your loans are eligible. And he said, okay, well, then how much do you, what do you even know about my loans? And they hung up on him. So... (laughs) They realized this was a scam, of course, because of all of that. They, they didn't lose any money to it. Mm-hmm. Um, but these, these are people right here in Acadiana getting phone calls like this that the voicemail um, sounds legitimate. Mm-hmm. You know, it sounds like, hey, I'm, this, this is a good opportunity for me to lower mm-hmm. some of my debt, maybe make it into a, a more manageable monthly payment. Um, maybe take six months off of having to pay it. Mm-hmm. You know, that way I can get caught up on some other things. And the thing is, so many people have student loans that if you get this call and you don't even have student loans, that's ob- that's pretty obvious. But right. There's so many people that do. Mm-hmm. It really it really isn't hard for the scammers to find somebody that that they that could fall victim to. This. Absolutely, and it's a burden, you know. But you got to pay it back. I mean, that's your job to pay back your student loan. But who wouldn't want to find a company? you know, that can follow whatever the federal rules might be right now. And so, well, I'm glad for these people right. that they were able to say, mm, nah, none of this sounds right. And yeah, that's a that's a big clue when they hang up on you. I know, right? Yeah, yeah. So, you know, these companies promise to reduce the debt, to lower mm-hmm. the payments. Um, and of course, they, they give you all of this great option, all of mm-hmm. these great options for your student loans. And really what they're trying to do is get your information because in order for something like this to actually take place, they need your social security number, your name, all of those mm. things. Well, that's what's open, what opens you up to identity theft. Yep. And we talk about closely guarding that information a lot. A couple of things we encourage you to do, annualcreditreport.com. You can run your credit report annually for free. Check that regularly because if your identity did somehow get compromised at some point, whether it was through a scam like this or something else, you want to make sure there's no lines of credit on your credit that that you don't know about or um you know un- unknown inquiries happening often when you're not when you're not the one asking for that. yeah for make, that make sure that's not that that's not happening and if you have student loans maybe you're listening you're like well i, I really do want to look into some options mm-hmm. you know go to studentaid.gov okay um that's the like federal student loan it. website and okay. it gives you all the repayment options there's different loan servicers and companies you can work with but start there and make sure the company that you're working with is reputable and one that is actually able to do the things that they're going to tell you they can do. Yeah. And make sure, like you said, the reputable side of it. And yes, can they really do that for you? So that is studentaid.gov? Studentaid.gov. Yes, ma'am. Okay. So go there first before you do anything. And don't really, like this person did, don't don't share any info. That's right. You know? And press, whoever's talking to you, press them. Ask them lots of questions and if they hang up on you or they don't have the answer, they won't mail you anything. Yeah, yeah. that's kind of odd, right? It is. That's pretty odd. You know, and, and a lot of times you're not going to be contacted out of the blue. You know, we right. talk about unsolicited communications. If if you have a current loan servicer, 
you know, they might call you to discuss your loan, but mm-hmm. just a random company out of nowhere, a lot of times they're not going to be giving you phone calls. Mm-hmm. And any reputable organization does not mind you asking questions. Absolutely. So ask the questions, do your diligence, and make sure you protect yourself. Well, thank you for sharing this with us. Absolutely. Because now everybody listening is going to have their antenna up a little bit more to be ready for something like that. And often, you know, when you get these calls, mm-hmm. people won't leave a voicemail message. That's right. They you want know? you to call back. Yeah. And so this is very interesting that this person did leave a voicemail message. Um, but thankfully, this person was able to share this with all of us. So we can all learn from it. And uh, studentaid.gov, go there first to at least find out, hey, what is legitimate in terms of what my options are? And then always proceed with caution. Now, how do we get involved? Like if if something happens to us, do we call the police? Do we go to the scam tracker? What do you recommend that people do? We would highly encourage you to report it to our scam tracker on BBB.org. Mm-hmm. There are certain instances where the police can get involved. Something mm-hmm. like this, there's just not enough for them to go off to of go to on. get catch any traction to do yeah. anything. Um, of course, this is, you know, not a, a legal practice trying to steal people's information, but, right. you know, you're limited with resources and different things. But give us a call to 337-981-3497 if you have a question. If you're in the midst of a situation and you're like, this doesn't sound right, I need some input, that's what we're here for. All of our consumer mm-hmm. services are free. Um, we're afforded to be able to do that through our accredited businesses. So give us a call. Go to BBB.org. Visit the Scam Tracker. Um, and you can find us on social media as well, BBB Acadiana. I love now, you Chris, guys. Oh, I have sorry. a quick question for sure. you. Is there a legal way to scam the scammers? <laughs> Is there a way we can get back at them? I well, know we've joked on air before about doing the uh, playing pranks on them or doing the fake voicemail, whatever the case. But is there a way that we can have fun with them while still staying safe? So, you know, Ian, I, I don't know. I'm not technologically advanced enough to know how to, like, figure out who these people are. But I know if you search online, there are um, very savvy and uh, smart in- individuals that have found ways to get back at the scammers. Of course, we don't necessarily endorse those behaviors because it could open you up to vulnerability. Um, But you can do some searches online and find some pretty interesting content on how stuff like that has taken place. So there are people who've done it. Okay. Yes, there are. There are. So you know so what Ian and I are doing world. this week. That's what Ian oh, and I course. are going to be doing later, right? We're right. going to be teaming up like, oh, Ian, what did you find? I'll be like, listen to this story. <laughs> Ooh, fun and shenanigans later. Yeah. Yep. Yes, indeed. <laughs> we ain't going to do any of it, but it's fun to see what other people have done. It absolutely is. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Well, Chris Babin with the BBB here in Acadiana. Thanks for visiting us. We appreciate it. And to that person... Uh, who shared their story on Scam Tracker? That matters. And look, people, if you want to just find something really interesting, go to bbb.org, look for the Scam Tracker for our area, and you will be fascinated by what you find. I'll just leave it <laughs> at that. Hey, Chris, happy Monday. Happy Monday. See y'all next week. Okay, 751. I'm, and this is the Fox Business Report. European Union nations appear on the cusp of out or banning imports of Russian oil to punish the Kremlin for invading Ukraine. More talks are scheduled today to work out how countries most dependent on Russian energy will cope. BioNTech reporting revenue and net profit of nearly $4 billion for the first quarter, more than tripling its net profit from the same quarter last year. The German pharmaceutical company backing its outlook for 2022, including on revenue from the COVID-19 vaccine it developed with Pfizer. Shares of Amazon are on track to open at their lowest level since April of 2020 in 2% pre-market. The e-commerce giant stock soaring in the early days of the pandemic when much of the nation was locked down. 
A small but growing number of companies are offering to cover travel expenses for employees who need to cross state lines to get an abortion. Several states have tightened abortion rules, with some banning the procedure after six weeks of pregnancy. That's your Fox Business Report. I'm Rappaport, invested in you. The Tunnel to Towers Foundation's 9-11 Never Forget Mobile Exhibit is a tribute all who lost their lives on September 11, 2001, or from 9-11-related illnesses. This high-tech 83-foot tractor trailer transforms into an 1,100-square-foot exhibit, a tool to educate people about 9-11. Visit it in a city near you and join Tunnel to Towers on its mission to do good and never get. Donate $11 a month at T2T.org. That's T, the number two, T.org. Want a financial consultant who sees things through your eyes? Talk to Jeff Gunnels, your local Charles Schwab branch leader at 337-265-4210. It's coming up now on 756 on Acadiana's Morning News. We're getting closer to the top of the hour this morning. All right, Ian, we got a lot of feedback about our interview that we did just a minute ago. So we'll uh, we'll delve into some of that coming up in okay. just a bit. Um, you know, some people really do like to mess with the telemarketers that are not real telemarketers. And it can be kind of, I don't know, entertaining. Let's put it that way. I don't mess with them, but there's some YouTube videos that have uh, been suggested to me by some people on the app chat. And you and I are going to have a little fun later today. Let's just well, I used to way. mess with them back in the day when uh, when landlines were still prevalent. Mm-hmm. And or I should say back when I still had a landline in the right, house. Right. And if a number would pop up and especially uh, back when I was still in high school, the best way to do it would uh, pick up the phone and do. Hello, thank you for calling Pizza Hut. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we got to pause. We'll find out. You're listening to American Ground Radio's Morning Minute. Last week, a judge threw out a case brought by Democrats trying to keep Representative Marjorie Taylor Greene off the ballot for the 2022 election. That's right. Marjorie Taylor Greene has succeeded in keeping herself on the Georgia ballot as the latest effort of Democrats to disqualify Republicans claiming that they supported the January 6th breach of the Capitol. There was a similar effort against Representative Madison Cawthorn, but that also failed. The judge said in this case, Democrats failed to prove their case by a preponderance of the evidence. Honestly, if they couldn't get Madison Cawthorn and Marjorie Taylor Greene with their fiery rhetoric and energetic supporters, what hope do they have of this strategy succeeding? Slim to none, but still better than trying to beat them at the ballot box. American Ground Radio, where building a better America begins with building a better us. Return each weeknight from 9 to 10 p.m. with Louis R. Avalone and Stephen Parr on News Talk 96.5 KPEL and streaming live at KPEL965.com. News Talk 96.5 KPEL, Brobridge, Lafayette, a town square media station, broadcasting from the Matthew James Financial Studio. On the record on abortion, I'm Chris Foster, Fox News. Senate Majority Leader Chuck Schumer says he'll be filing today to set up a vote Wednesday to debate a bill meant to solidify federal abortion rights. Schumer and other leading Democrats say a vote is urgent, given that draft Supreme Court opinion that would overturn the Roe v. Wade precedent. But advancing the measure will need 60 votes. Earlier this year, a similar vote failed to win a simple majority in the 50-50 divided Senate. Republicans argued the Democrats' bill is extreme, going much further than even the Roe precedent. 
precedent by allowing unrestricted abortions throughout a woman's pregnancy. Jared Halpern, Fox News. The last civilians had been taking shelter for weeks inside a steel mill in Mariupol, Ukraine, are now said to be evacuated out of the city. Ukrainian fighters are still there, though, in a last stand against Russian troops. It's Victory Day in Russia, celebrating the defeat of the Nazis in World War II. Russian President Vladimir Putin gave that highly anticipated speech uh, in Moscow's Red Square. There was speculation that Putin may declare war against Ukraine or call for a general mobilization. But Putin did not declare anything new. He looked and sounded okay and was walking about freely. Also here in Ukraine, First Lady Jill Biden made a surprise visit over the weekend, meeting with Ukraine's First Lady, who had not been seen in public since the invasion began in February. That meeting happened at a school converted to assist refugees in southwestern Ukraine. Dr. Biden said she thought it was important to show the Ukrainian people that this war has to stop. Fox's Matt Finn in Lviv, Ukraine. Internet service will be effectively free for tens of millions of low-income Americans under a program announced by the White House today. 20 internet service providers agree to charge $30 a month for those customers, which is then covered under federal subsidies passed in the infrastructure bill that went through Congress last November. Stocks are looking to be starting the day off down with futures lower ahead of the opening bell on Wall Street this hour. Dow futures are down 395 points. America's listening to Fox News. I tend to second-guess dinners with friends because they're often interrupted by diarrhea, gas, bloating, stomach pain, or oily stools. It turns out I have EPI, or exocrine pancreatic insufficiency, which means I'm missing the enzymes needed to digest food. My doctor prescribed Creon, pancrelipase, an oral prescription medication that replaces pancreatic digestive enzymes. Creon treats EPI due to cystic fibrosis, chronic pancreatitis, pancreatectomy, or other conditions. Creon may increase your chance of fibrosing colonopathy, a rare bowel disorder. Tell your doctor if you have a history of intestinal blockage or scarring or thickening of your bowel wall, if you're allergic to pork, or if you have gout, kidney problems, or worsening of painful swollen joints. Call your doctor if you have any unusual or severe gastrointestinal symptoms or allergic reactions. Take Creon as directed by your doctor and always with food. Do not chew capsules as this may cause mouth irritation. Other side effects may include blood sugar changes, gas, dizziness, sore throat, and cough. These are not all the side effects of Creon. Creon is the number one prescribed EPI treatment. Ask your doctor about Creon for EPI and visit Creon.com or call 800-633-9110 to learn more. That's C-R-E-O-N.com. Gas prices are up again, says industry analyst Troby Lundberg. This time a jump of 15 cents per gallon in the past two weeks to $4.38 per gallon. But diesel fuel is behaving even more dramatically. There's been a jump of 43 cents per gallon in the past two weeks to $5.58. She says diesel's up two forty-two a gallon from one year ago. More windy weather today in New Mexico is making the job harder for firefighters. The Hermit's Peak Calf Canyon fire is a combination of two separate fires that merged. The Hermit's Peak fire started as a prescribed burn more than a month ago, but firefighters lost control when the winds kicked up. The Calf Canyon fire's origins are under investigation. Now the combined wildfires burning northwest of Las Vegas, New Mexico and the Pecos Wilderness. So far, 172 homes are confirmed to have been burned, with thousands of residents evacuated. Shelters for both people and their livestock have been set up throughout the area. Around 1,500 firefighters are trying to get the blaze under control. Their biggest challenge over the next few days, brutal winds that could gust up to 60 miles per hour in extremely dry conditions. Fox weather correspondent Max Gordon in Las Vegas, New Mexico. It's a week away from the office for the governor of New York State. New York Governor Kathy Hochul announced Sunday she's tested positive for COVID-19, but is asymptomatic. The Democrat tweeted she is vaccinated and boosted. Hochul is expected to isolate and work remote this week. She did recently appear 
appear at an event alongside New Jersey Governor Phil Murphy, who caught and recovered from COVID earlier this year. New York City Mayor Eric Adams also recently tested positive for the virus. Tom Graham, Fox News. A potential spoiler just ahead for today's Wordle puzzle. The game's owner, the New York Times, says it's changed today's winning word to separate the game from the news and the potential Supreme Court decision ending federal abortion rights. The word fetus was loaded into the game last year. It's something else now, although some users have gotten fetus as the correct answer playing the game today. I'm Chris Foster, Fox News. Um. Your 24-7 news source, on air, online, and with the Cape Hill News app. Now the headlines from the Cape Hill News Center. It is 8.09 in the morning, 76 degrees outside, a beautiful day across Acadiana. Sun shining right now, and the sun will continue to shine all throughout the day. Daniel Phillips says partly cloudy, high of 91, heat indices bordering on 100. A full look at the forecast coming up in just a little bit. For Newstalk 96.5 KPEL, I'm Ian Ozan. We started downtown Lafayette, where for the second week in a row, police are investigating a weekend shooting. This one happened around 1.15 Sunday morning on East Congress at Polk Street. Police say two people were wounded and taken to the hospital. So far, no arrests. Call Crime Stoppers at 232 TIPS if you have information. Lafayette police are also investigating a body found in a ditch. Dispatch received the call from Timothy Drive around 10.15 Saturday morning. According to investigators, someone discovered Vin Lee's body face down and semi-submerged in that ditch. Medical examiners are conducting an autopsy. The case is classified as a, as a suspicious death. The Lafayette police officer involved in an April crash on the Basin Bridge will face DWI charges. Todd Alcorn was booked into the Iberville Parish Jail on Friday. He's also facing vehicular negligent injuring, reckless operation, and open container charges. Alcorn was not on duty and was in his personal vehicle when that crash happened. In St. Landry Parish, two more suspects in a double homicide are now in custody. Deviantre Bro is accused of shooting and killing Alton Thomas and four-year-old Raquetlin Cola. He and another man, Felton Martin, are facing first-degree murder charges in their deaths. Holly Roberts was also arrested Friday. She's facing an accessory charge. She's accused of calling Martin and Rowe to the scene of the crime after she had been involved in an argument there. A new audit out this morning highlights continuing problems in St. Martinville City Hall. Some of those violations, possible violations of state law. The audit found the same 14 accounting problems as it did last year, many of which, as we mentioned, violate state law. We have the full list, the full story, and the full audit at kpel965.com and the KPL app right now. In state news, the funeral for East Baton Rouge Sheriff's Deputy Nick Toulier will take place tomorrow. Toulier died last week, six years after he was wounded in an ambush shooting near Baton Rouge Police Headquarters. Law enforcement agencies from across the state will take part in the procession. In the legislature, two bills of note go before the House Civil Law Committee today. One would place term limits on parish assessors. The other would limit the right to vote in local and state elections to United States citizens. Right now, the state constitution guarantees that right to, quote, every citizen of the state upon reaching 18 years of age, end quote. Staying at the Capitol, state lawmakers are considering a bill that would classify abortion as murder. Jeff Palermo has the details. Louisiana Right to Life Executive Director Ben Clapper says there's two main reasons for their opposition to House Bill 813. Reason number one. We believe Louisiana law is ready right now to protect every baby from abortion when Roe v. Wade is overturned this summer. And reason number two is that there is a long-standing policy for them that abortion-vulnerable women should not be treated as criminals. He says they support a separate bill that goes after those who sell or provide chemical abortion drugs. Those are the individuals that need to be held accountable. I'm Jeff Palermo. 
Meanwhile, the Louisiana Department of Health says fewer pregnant women need cesarean sections to deliver their children. Kevin Gallagher has that story. The LDH Safe Birth Initiative data shows the number of C-sections performed in 2021 in Louisiana was down nearly 5% from the previous year. Medical Director Dr. Veronica Gillespie-Bell says more doctors are heeding new recommendations for when active labor starts. Because that has changed over the last couple of years. The standard for that was 4 centimeters, but doctors rethought that and moved it up to 6 centimeters. Then you need to give them more time. Time, she says, that leads to more natural births and less risky procedures for women. I'm Kevin Gallagher. Former state legislator Don Cravens Jr. is joining the Biden administration. Cravens will work in the Commerce Department as an undersecretary for minority business development. Cravens served five years in the state legislature, first representing District 40 in the House. That St. Landry Parish seat was vacated when Dr. Charles Hudson passed away, then later succeeded his father as senator for Lafayette and St. Landry Parishes in District 24. Most recently, Cravens served as the executive vice president and chief operating officer of the National Urban League. On HealthBeat, Oxner Baton Rouge is on the cutting edge. It's the first hospital in the region to use what could be a breakthrough in pacemaker technology. David Grubb explains. Roughly 30% of cardiac patients who receive pacemakers don't respond to them well. And now doctors may have another tool at their disposal to help get an erratic heartbeat back in rhythm. Last week, Dr. Freddy Abisamra of Oxner Baton Rouge completed the region's first heart pacemaker procedure utilizing WISE CRT. can actually make uh, these people respond better when we use this technology. Unlike traditional pacemakers, WISE CRT uses a wireless electrode roughly the size of a grain of rice. Dr. Abisamra thinks this could be a game changer in preventing more invasive procedures. Get people to progress towards the need for transplant. I'm David Grubb. In sports, the Louisiana Raging Cajun softball team goes to the Sunbelt Conference Tournament as the number one seed. The Cajuns won the regular season championship by sweeping ULM 14-1, 10-3, and 10-3 this weekend. The Cajuns take a nine-game winning streak into the tournament. They'll play the winner of the ULM Coastal Carolina game. The ULM Coastal Carolina contest is tomorrow. Cajuns play the winner of that game Wednesday morning at 10 o'clock. Cajuns baseball sweeps UTA in their final weekend series. Final scores 4-3 on Friday, 4-3 on Saturday, and 6-5 in extra innings on Sunday. The Cajuns are three games out of first place in the conference standings with six games left to play on the conference schedule. League leader Texas State host uh, the Cajuns on uh, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. But before that, Louisiana gets two games at Rice. Tuesday and Wednesday night, both of those in Houston. Mega Millions jackpot up to $86 million. Two tickets worth ten grand sold, one in Port Allen, one in Baton Rouge. Powerball jackpot up to $59 million for tonight. A $100,000 ticket sold in Baton Rouge for Saturday. Lotto jackpot for Wednesday up to $1.4 million. And the Easy 5 jackpot up to $80,000. And finally, Bernie. Mm, what a, what a, oh, hey, you going to explain about the whole scammer thing? Because we had to go for time, but I was wondering. Say again. The whole scammer thing. You said you get oh, yeah, on yeah, the phone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's do that. Do so do? back in the day. Yeah. So back in the day, uh, back uh, when uh, I was a wee young lad, uh, we would get uh, telemarketers all the time, and you could tell who they were because they were obviously numbers that didn't pop up on, uh, or there were numbers that would pop up, and you didn't recognize who they were, or there were eight hundred numbers. Yeah. So there were a couple of options. The first one was, "Thank you for calling Pizza Hut." <laughs> we uh, your delivery matters to us for English press one por habla espanol o primo dos <laughs> and they would immediately click or you could do hello you've reached the Sonia residence we can't take your phone right now so please leave a message after the beep beep and on occasion they would start talking ah uh, ah uh. 
Yeah, they would. They, uh, they, they wouldn't know the difference. Or you can do what I used to have on my voicemail, which would be, believe it or not, we are not around. Please leave a message at the beep. Now, George Costanza did it first, right. but, but it, still, you can have a little fun funny. with it. Yeah. Now, the, the thing with that is, sometimes it can be a little bit overboard. Again, being a wee young lad, you think you could pull that off on relatives when they right. call. Yeah, and? And then when they don't realize that it's not... Uh, a voicemail message, they start leaving a message. And you have to tell them, wait, 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 wait. No, it's, we're here. Hold on. <laughs> You're the best. <laughs> yeah, you got to have some fun sometimes. You eh? do, man. Life is short. I'm with you. <laughs> it's coming up You know now. what? I'm, gonna, yeah. I'm going to make that my cell phone voicemail. I used to have it on the, on the house phone. Yeah. I doubt the Atomic Blonde will let me do that or the Lionel Richie version of the voicemail. <laughs> so I'm going to have to do one of them for my uh, cell phone. Okay. I think you should. Please do it and let me know as soon as that's ready because I plan to annoy you by calling it. Don't pick up, though. <laughs> Don't pick sounds up. Sounds good. <laughs> Your news update brought to you by Home Furniture Plus Bedding. Over 40,000 furniture and mattress choices in stock and ready for delivery. Home Furniture Plus Bedding, welcome home. We've got ourselves a pretty warm forecast here, at least for early May. Temperatures running above average over the next several days. We're going to be in the 90s as we go through most of this week. Temperatures today get to about 91 degrees in the afternoon. Those winds from the south at about 5 to 10 miles an hour. And a few clouds out there this morning, but eventually giving way to more and more sunshine as we get further into the afternoon. Overnight lows tonight get down into the lower 70s. And as we look ahead through the rest of the week, temperatures probably going to be staying in those low 90s day in and day out. I think we see that up through a solid portion of the week. Overnight lows going to be down in the low 70s and mostly sunny skies. A few scattered showers return to the forecast maybe the end of the week and the start of the weekend. However, for the most part, next 10 days looking fairly dry across Acadiana. From the Storm Team 3 Weather Lab, I'm KTC Meteorologist Daniel Phillips on News Talk 96.5 KPL. And partly sunny skies, excuse me, 76 degrees. News Talk 96.5 KPL. Right now, traffic. All right, a couple of hot spots got a stalled vehicle southwest of Angeline Thruway at East Cully Saloon Road. That's a stalled vehicle southwest of Angeline through 8 East Cully Saloon Road. Got a report of I-49 southbound in Karen Crow, right at mile marker number three. It's I-49 southbound, mile, mile marker number three in Karen Crow. Got a report of a little fender bender this morning. Ridge Road between the area of Daycon and West Broussard. So that's a ridge between Daycon and West Broussard earlier, Highway 93 at Renault and Scott. That's Highway 93 at Renault and Scott. Make sure you're buckling up, keeping it safe out. It's for Brandon Look at what's and Ian.
I love when we get to sing together. All right, it's coming up now on 822 on Acadiana's Morning News. Ian loves that song. Brandon loves that song. Sounds like, you know what? I'm throwing that in there. I just thought that'd be fun for this morning. Oh, no, it's fantastic. Uh, another example of a theme song that outlasted the show. Right? I mean... The theme song was it. Okay, the show was fun, but I was a little kid, so I, of course I thought that was entertaining. Oh, no, the show <laughs> is still great fun even today if you catch it in reruns. But it's one of those things where the, the theme song has had, I think, a longer shelf life than the show itself. Yeah. Because you still – the song popped up in a – what was it? A State Farm commercial like three, four years, years ago. Years ago, yeah, yeah. All right, we should put this in the rotation on the normal, I think. I yes, think it's a good I, I second that motion. Okay, cool. Well, then it's a done deal. Okay, so Jonathan Williams with Love of People and Blue Mondays joining us on the line. Hello, good morning. Good morning, John. Good morning, good morning. Hey, oh. if you guys keep singing like that, y'all gonna be my next special guest at Blue Monday. That's all I gotta say. Be careful what you wish for, because if you're looking for donations yeah. for the Blue Monday mission, we are not the people yeah. to put on stage. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You, you, It'll you be want, a private concert. Yeah, I was gonna say, <laughs> if you want people to like you, don't put us up there. <laughs> I'll say the same thing about me. <laughs> okay, so not today, but next week, Tell me about Blue Monday, the country rhythm and blues. So what are, what are you guys doing with our, our little co-workers here in the building? This is um, a really, really uh, special Blue Monday, um, you know, with all the help that you guys give me in supporting our mission. Um, this is our, where we come together, and it was actually Bruce and Jude um, that came to me about doing um, a country mashup with blues, and we decided to call it Country Rhythm and Blue Monday. Um, and it's just such a beautiful event. Uh, what it all boils down to on our first meeting when we discussed it, um, I wanted to show the versatility of our musicians. You know, they're extremely talented, um, and the versatility that they have and the professionalism they have. And for the community, what it shows is um, people coming from different genres, different cultures, different backgrounds, coming together for a common purpose. So that's the theme of our Country Rhythm and Blue Monday. And uh, I have to thank Town Square Media for helping me do this one. Uh, this is our second year doing it. Um, so we have our Blue Monday All-Star House Band, um, and then we bring in some special guests. And this year, our special guests are uh, Jared Lane, <gasps> Ken Holloway, mm -hmm. Michael Scott, and Clay Cormier, and then uh, of course Blaine Roy because oh he's gosh, yes. my man. Yes, um, <laughs> it, it is just so cool to see. You know, like when when Blaine Roy came out last last time we did this and started singing Al Green. You know, yeah. Um, yeah. It just shows it shows how you know wonderful these musicians are. Again, uh, found musicians to make it through the years and into retirement you know before blue monday came around before blue monday mission came around i would always say these musicians created a family within themselves yeah um even at jazz fest you could see how you know this drummer plays for this band this band and that band and this bass player plays for this band and that band you know <laughs> um they really do work together so that they can create their unique sound but it's all a family and that's what this blue monday uh, is all about and um, it's also very special because we're kicking off, I know Bernie, you and I, and Bruce, our favorite uh, fundraiser yep. for Love of People 
is uh, Williams Brothers Diaper Drive. Yes. Um, so on May 16th, uh, we'll be at Grouse Room. The doors open at 5, and the music starts at 6, and we go from 6 to 9, but we encourage people to uh, bring a case of diapers or a case of wipes, and let's kick off the Williams Brothers. The, this is what? The eighth, eighth annual yeah. diaper drive. Yeah. And I so just... I love it because man, if if people like if people have not bought diapers in a while, or if they've never bought diapers or wipes, they have may may have no idea. Like you almost have to, you know, be like, oh, I'll sell my kidney today to afford the diapers. They're so expensive <laughs> yep. for people. Ooh. And with with everything, with all prices increasing, I mean, you know, thank God I'm I don't have to buy diapers anymore. Every now and again, we got to <laughs> buy a little case for my baby, but uh, things are just so expensive across the board. And you know, it doesn't mean that <clears throat> all of a sudden people can afford buying, buying diapers. You know, that's always been a problem. And, you know, this on May 16th, this Blue Monday, is, is, is really special. It's almost overwhelming, and we're a week out, you know, just with how much we're bringing into this one show. It's very yeah. special. It is. It is. And, you know, there can be a lot of mothers who just need a little extra help, a little support. And, you know, buying wipes, you know, that's that's huge. I mean, babies go through some insane, the little babies, something insane like 10 diapers a day or something crazy like that. If not more, I'm glad I don't remember. <laughs> my, 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 my heart goes out to them, man. And, uh, you know, we started this uh, eight years ago uh, when, when my wife was still pregnant for our first son. And um, it's just grown so much. Uh, actually, the Rotary Club of Lafayette, the Satellite Club, they're, they're kicking in so much to help me with this mission. Um, it's, just, it's, it's beyond my sons now. You know, yeah. uh, it's really about our community. It's about the, the mothers and the fathers and the children who have issues in providing these uh, basic needs for their kids. Um, and again, it's just such a beautiful time for our community to come together for a common purpose. And I'm so happy to, to put the kickoff of the diaper drive on the same Blue Monday show that we all do together. It, it's just it's over. It's emotional. Yeah, I totally agree with you on that. And, you know, it's um, there are a lot of young people in our community who just they're just struggling. And um, it's just the way it, it kind of is. And, you know, you can't blame the child. You know, a child needs what a mm-hmm. child needs. Plain and simple. Yeah. Mm-hmm. For those so who are listening. A- mm-hmm. I'm sorry, John, for those who are listening to this, and of course they want to donate, we know how to give to love of people, but if people who are in need, how can they get supplies? Do you guys go through one of the charities or do you distribute yourself? Uh, my sons and I, we actually go and we uh, deliver to different uh, women's shelters. We do Baby and Me Boutique, um, Faith House, uh, and then also throughout the year, um, people do contact us for diapers, so um, we do save a few in-house, uh, but we mainly just, we, we, I think, oof, last year we collected a few hundred cases of diapers and, uh, we distribute those. We get them to where they need to be as soon as possible. Uh, because it's not something that, you know, like baby me boutique, they get a case of diapers and they'll break, they'll, they'll give away the cases as well, but they also break the diapers up to where, you know, people can go in there and buy 
the diapers for it, it's something ridiculously low, like I don't know, twenty five cents, you know, for mm. a bundle of diapers. Yeah. Um, they do a great job at at distributing and making sure that they're getting. They're trying to help as many people as possible, you know, mm-hmm. and not just scratch the surface, but really offer them a way to make it through a hard time to get to a better time. Uh, so over there with the Desarmo Foundation and Baby Me Boutique, uh, they have a very special place in my family's heart. And then when my boys bring the diapers, they always get a little toy, and I'm like, ah. <laughs> but, you know, <laughs> kids do need that reward from time to time. You know? <laughs> doing good <laughs> and miss brenda can't help herself she because she's just so cute too <laughs> yes indeed yes indeed if we wanted to help maybe in like a way where okay we can't necessarily come over or anything is there a way to donate without having to physically go somewhere um you can go to loveofpeople.org Okay. And as of May 16th, you'll see the tab on loveofpeople.org uh, with the Williams Brothers Diaper Drive that you can click on and donate uh, any all monetary donations for that. For that, we purchase the diapers and we bring the we add it to the uh, donations. Um, also, you know, if you can't make it to one spot uh, like May 16th at Grouse Room, you can um, you can drop off at Drip IV. Okay. Uh, they're located in Cordoba Square across from uh, the New Lourdes. Um, also, we have at Hub City Ford um, on I-49. And then in between, we have Rise Physical Therapy. So we do set up um, drop-off locations, and you can actually start dropping off, you know, as of today, if you like. Okay. Um, and then when you do visit levelpeople.org, you'll see where we'll update uh, the drop-off locations because as it goes on, because we go, we start May 16th and it goes until July 28th, uh, and that's where we have our final drop-off day. Um, so as the time goes on, I'll get calls from other businesses. Hey, we want to be a part of this. You know, we want to. We already put a box out and we have 50 cases of diapers. You know. Um, Again, it's just it's overwhelming how much the city, uh, our city of Lafayette, has really taken um, ownership in this in this initiative. Uh, it's humbling for sure. And well, it's a wonderful it's a wonderful cause, without a doubt. Well, John, thanks for talking to Ian and I. We appreciate you so much and everything you're doing to to really help our community, help our culture, and our musicians, and help people. You know, uh, who might need a pack of diapers, some wipes, or both, you know? Yeah. Love of people, helping others help others. That's, that's right. our mission, and that's what we're about. Well, we Even love you. <laughs> well, you have a great Monday. Oh, yeah. Y'all started off beautiful for me. Thank you very much, and I really do love you guys. We love you, too, man. Love you, too, brother. Be good. It's coming up now yes, sir. on 834. News Talk 96.5 KPL. Depend on it. This is your number one news, weather, and traffic source in Acadiana. This is News Talk 96.5 KPL. Depend on it. News Talk 96.5 KPL. Broadcasting from the Matthew James Financial Studio. Find out more about how they can help you at matthew-james.com. Your 24-7 news source on air, online, and with the Cape Hill News app. Now the headlines from the Cape Hill News Center. 
It's 8.37 in the morning. Bernie, what's the widget say? Is it 77 yet? It's 77 now, yeah. Or has it gone beyond that? No, 77 and mostly sunny. If you're talking to me, I can't hear you. Oh, that's because I didn't have this other button pushed (laughs) in. There we go. But I got the button pushed in now. It's mostly sunny in 77. I'm sorry, I was distracted, but I'm I'm here with you now. I know, it's raining emojis over here. (laughs) Uh, I just wanted uh, to make sure you were still awake. Oh, no, I'm still awake. I'm okay. still alive. 77 and sunny. A beautiful day in Acadiana. It's going to be hot today. High around 91. Under partly cloudy skies. A quick look at news. Lafayette police investigating a second shooting in downtown Lafayette in as many weekends. This one happened around 1.15 Sunday morning on East Congress at Polk. Police say two people were wounded and taken to the hospital. So far, no arrests. Lafayette police also investigating a body found in a ditch. That happened around 10.15 Saturday morning on Timothy Drive. Investigators say someone discovered Vin Lee's body. Body face down, semi-submerged in the ditch. Autopsy underway. Police classify the case as a suspicious death. A new audit out this morning highlights continuing problems in St. Martinville City Hall. That audit found the same 14 accounting problems as it did last year. Some of those violate state law. The full audit report as well as a breakdown of the findings at kpel965.com and the KPEL app. Former state legislator Don Cravens Jr. is joining the Biden administration. He represented St. Landry Parish first in the state house, then in the state senate for a total of five years. Most recently, Craven served as the executive vice president and chief operating officer of the National Urban League. In sports, the Louisiana Ragin Cajun softball team is a Sun Belt Conference regular season champion. They swept ULM to take the title, 14 to 1, 10 to 3, and 10 to 3. Cajuns open Sun Belt tournament play Wednesday morning at 10 o'clock. They'll play the winner of tomorrow's ULM Coastal Carolina a game. Cajuns baseball sweeps UTA over the weekend. They play two games against Rice, one tomorrow, one Wednesday before taking on Texas State and Sunbelt play over the weekend. Powerball jackpot tonight worth $59 million and finally burning. A quick word of congratulations. Oh. What's up? So Alton Trahan, uh, our yeah. friend from the Lafayette Fire Department. Yeah. His daughter Alexandra graduated from college this weekend. Oh, cool. Which makes me feel old because uh-huh. I interviewed her when she applied to Princeton. Come on. And she applied to Princeton and a ton of other schools. She chose Howard, mm-hmm. graduated from Howard as a double major. Political science is one. I forget what the other one is. She's been doing work on Capitol Hill while a student. Wow. She's been active in student organizations while still maintaining a high grade point average. Not only was she a double major, she gradu- graduated summa cum laude. Gee whiz. With highest honors. Well, congratulations. And now she's trying to... She knows she's going to do something after this. She's trying to figure out what and where. Uh, I'd imagine grad school is in uh, in her future. But uh, she is a brilliant student, Lafayette High graduate, and is making Acadiana proud. Congratulations, Alexandra Trahan, for doing magnificent work. That's, That's incredible. Well, yes, congratulations. Oh, my goodness. All right, it's coming up now on 841. This update is brought to you by Home Furniture Plus Bedding. They have over 40,000 furniture and mattress choices in stock. Take a look at homefern.com. We're going to gradually see more and more sunshine as we get further into the day. A few clouds out there this morning, but that's going to be about it. Otherwise, things are looking pretty good through the rest of the afternoon. It is a hot one out there, though. Temperatures are going to push their way into the low 90s. Heat index running a little bit warmer than that. Those winds from the south at 5 to 10 miles an hour, keeping some of that moisture in place. And lows tonight going to be getting down into the lower 70s. In fact, we're fairly quiet through the rest of the work week, getting hotter over the next couple of days. From the Storm Team 3, 
Free Weather Lab. I'm KTC meteorologist Daniel Phillips on News Talk 96.5 KPL. Mostly uh, sunny skies right now in 77. News Talk 96.5 KPL. Right now, traffic. We've got low fender bender, West Penn Hook near Bendel. That's West Penn Hook right near Bendel. Got a crash with injuries. Hillside Drive at Hillside Circle. Hillside Drive at Hillside Circle. Make sure you buckle up. Keep it safe out there. Valley, enjoy the energizing power of the outdoors. They recommend a mid-morning break in nature. Get outside and make your morning break better with a Nature Valley granola bar. Just like the light of a new day, it hit me from out of the blue. Gratuitous guitar. Well, it's the 1980s. You have to have your gratuitous oh, guitar. Yeah. Oh, totally, bro. And if you notice in the background, gratuitous bongos, too. Right? Okay. I can only imagine the dancing that's going on in Brandon's car right now. <laughs> I would imagine Adeline's the one doing most of the dancing. Or, or no, maybe Brandon's dancing along with her. I, I don't bet, know. I bet it's Brandon, bruh. I wish we had a video. That's all I'm saying. <sighs> all right. It's... I just thought I'd wake people up a little bit more. 847. Hey, if you're just joining us, it's Katie Anna's Morning News. Bernie and Ian here with you. You don't know what music could happen on this show. We don't know what music could happen Tomorrow on this show. Tomorrow will be the Rockford Files theme song. <laughs> you think so? I should go get that? Okay. <laughs> that Hill Street Blues yes. Law and Order. Let's go through That's the rest of the idea. Mike Post catalog. Oh, yeah. Oh, definitely some Law and Order with the bass. You know, it'd be hilarious. <laughs> I haven't heard the Hill Street Blues theme in forever. Come to think of it, it's, that's one of one of my favorites. Of, really? Not just of the '80s, but of all time. I love the piano. Yeah. Uh, in that song, matter of fact, <laughs> when I get back, I'm going to have to go pull. I think they're in the in the classic Rock 105.1 studio. Uh, we have floating around the building some of the classic TV greatest hits, the theme songs. Yeah. At least four or five of the CDs from that collection are floating around the building. <laughs> so I'm going to have to go find them and drag them in studio one day, and we'll have to just go through the best of the best of the best of CDs. Okay. What are some of your other favorites? I'm trying to think because, you know, I hear you sing The Love Boat all the time. So I know that's one of your favorites. That was was cheesy and kitschy. As a matter of fact, uh, flipping through the radio the other day, someone was doing a disco mixtape and Uh, threw uh, that one in there. No. Yeah. Yeah, it was like, why is the love boat on my radio? Then I realized, (laughs) wait, I'm in Monroe. That explains a lot. Um, 
You said it, not me. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah, I, I gladly said it. Um, <laughs> let's see. In terms of just TV theme songs, great ones. Perry Mason is great. Great orchestration mm. on the same in the same vein. Matt Locke. Is, yeah, that was a pretty good one too, wasn't it? Is a good theme song. Um, the old ABC, the World News Tonight theme. The da, 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 yeah, that one's full, pretty good too. The full theme song by Ed Kalehoff is remarkable. He's the same guy who gave us the Price is Right theme song and a few other game shows. Um, uh, Airwolf. Airwolf's a good one, yeah. I like that one. I'm trying to think from the uh, from the 70s. Rockford Files, I mentioned them. Yeah, I was trying. Uh, oh, Beretta was good. The opening of oh, Beretta was yeah, good. Oh, yeah, Sammy Davis, Keep yeah. Your Eye on the Sparrow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, the theme from SWAT, another theme song that outlasts mm -hmm. the show, uh, went to number one on the Billboard Hot 100. Uh, now, now I'm trying to think of all the other good ones. I'm going to be flipping through TV today. I'm going to be, oh, Young and the Restless. How can oh, you forget? Oh, yes. Cotton's theme. Uh by pot uh, by uh, why am I blanking on their names now? Perry Botkin and Barry Dvorzen. There we go. And of uh, course, you would know that part too. You're amazing. <laughs> yeah, I try. Um, well, uh, Barry Dvorzen also gave us the song "In the City" from uh, from the Eagles album, "The Long Run." He co-wrote oh, it with Joe Walsh. I did not realize that. Mm, okay. It was from the movie. It was originally recorded for the movie "The uh, The Warriors." Warriors come out and play that movie. Okay, that, uh, Joe Walsh did it as a song, as a solo song for that uh, soundtrack. The Eagles liked it enough; they re-recorded it. So the guy who gave us the Young and the Restless theme also gave us a, a great Eagles album track. Hmm, I didn't even, I had no idea, not uh, not one clue about that one at all. So yeah, so hmm. there, there you go. Those are just a smattering of the non-game show TV theme songs that. Mm -hmm. uh, were there uh, any from the eighties that you really loved? Like any kind of the sitcom ones? Cheers. Uh, Cheers was good. That's very true. That one was good. Um, um, what was the one from? Uh, what was the one from Growing Pains? Oh, Remember? I, I can see it's on the, the tip actor of my that played yeah, it's the Alan dad. Thick. Alan Thick. He Alan wrote the Thick. theme song too. Yeah, I think. I think so. In that show, I still liked him better on Thick of the Night, though. I never saw that. It's if you ever get a chance to go look at the YouTube videos, it's one of the better non Johnny Carson late night TV shows. That really, eighties? No kidding. Mm -hmm. Okay, so it's worth a look. It's worth a look. He didn't exactly have the staying power that Ar that Arsenio Hall had. Uh huh. But it, he held his own, and some of the because he's a musician by trade before becoming an actor. Alan Thicke had a lot of great musical artists. One night. And this is a show that I remember seeing on YouTube, had Bill Champlin, who had at that point had just joined Chicago, oh, no singing and performing After the Love is Gone, which was a song he co-wrote for Earth, Wind, and Fire. Oh, no kidding. Mm -hmm. Wow. All right. Well, interesting. Okay. In the informational department, definitely, if you're not signed up for the KPL newsletter, get it. If you don't have the app, make sure you get it. Ian has a great story about uh, the St. Martinville audit. Uh, some of the history issues of last year, the same this year, but with a new administration, will things level out and change? That's one of the stories that will be in there. Also, when we say 30% chance of rain, what does that mean? Well, Bruce, one of our, our colleagues, he kind of goes into what that really means. So that's all part of the newsletter coming up today. And tomorrow, allegedly, Ian and I will be back with you. 
On yes, Acadiana's morning news, allegedly. <laughs> God willing, and if the checks don't bounce, we're back tomorrow. By the way, Alan Thicke did not write the theme song uh -huh. to Growing Pains. I was wrong on oh, that. Oh, okay. I thought he did, too, though. Weird. We all thought he did. That's because he wrote Facts of Life, Different Strokes, and a couple of others. Ah, see? Uh-huh. Okay. Good to know. All right. So there's going to be a long time before we all talk to one another again. Can we try? I mean, we're human. We make mistakes. Can we try to love one another? Amen. The West Baton Rouge Convention and Visitors Bureau is proud to present Kite Fest April 30th and May 1st. This festival of the year is family-friendly and free with kites, inflatables, food booths, fireworks, and more. Learn more at westbatonrouge.net. The Fox Business Report is being brought to you by Our Lady of Lords, where they believe your health lives in the story of your life. They listen. They heal. Visit lordsrmc.com. We listen. We heal. For more information. I'm Elizabeth McDonald, and this is the Fox Business Report. The Biden administration announcing 20 Internet service providers, including AT&T, Comcast, and Verizon, agreeing to provide discounted service millions of low-income Americans. Eligible customers would pay $30 a month for service, at least 100 megabits per second. Lockheed Martin Corp plans to double production of Javelin anti-tank missiles per year, those missiles proving vital to Ukrainian forces against Russia's invasion. Last week, President Biden visited a factory in Alabama that makes Javelin anti-tank missiles and urged Congress to approve additional aid for Ukraine. Alabama-based Wayne Farms recalling half a million pounds of ready-to-eat chicken because of salmonella concerns. The Department of Agriculture's Food Safety and Inspection Service announced a recall of the pre-cooked chicken breasts after a customer complained that the product appeared undercooked. The affected products used between February 9th and April 3rd and sold at stores in North Carolina, South Carolina, and Virginia. That's your Fox Business Report. I'm Steve Rappaport, invested in you. The Tunnel to Towers Foundation's 9-11 Never Forget Mobile Exhibit is a tribute to all who lost their lives on September 11, 2001, or from 9-11-related illnesses. This high-tech 83-foot tractor trailer transforms into an 1,100-square-foot exhibit, a tool to educate people about 9-11. Visit it in a city near you and join Tunnel to Towers on its mission to do good and never forget. Donate $11 a month at t2.org. That's T, the number 2, 